Luke Byron, Tom Kennett, Alex Jones and Jack Harper. It's the spitballing pod. I'd like to take this chance to apologize to absolutely nobody. You know we've been fighting for one and still fighting to this day. To this day. Aguero! Surprise, motherfuckers. Back out to Allen. History pointer. Bang! I'll take a bow, son. I mean that. Take a bow. And, and I'll tell you, honestly, I will love it if we beat them. Love it. Listen, I ain't going to forget about this by the time we hit the motorway. Some might be. Hello and welcome to episode 140 of the Spitballing Pod. I'm Luke Byron, today joined by Troy Weaver, Jack Harper and Tom Kennett. Our last uh, big group pod for one week, maybe two, depending how long my kitchen takes to be sorted. But we'll keep you with an episode weekly minimum anyway. Trigger warning here, if you do hear anything, we do have a baby crying in the vicinity. I won't say anything about the baby, I love all babies. In the nice way. <laughs> Not going to name any names. But if you hear it, I'll do my best to uh, take it out. Stick with us. He means the sound, not the baby. He's not putting a hit on the baby. That would that'd be even less nice to listen to. All right, Troy, if we give you the mic, unless Jack's got a bong in the locker. <laughs> Tucked away. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I do have some news of the week. I don't have the big piece of the week because we do have a busy week ahead. So I'll let you uh, take what we have. It could be a noisy episode, really. So hopefully uh, people stick with us. Anyway, <laughs> Troy, right. you want to kick us off? Okay. Welcome to the news. Bong. 56-year-old Iowa woman killed by explosion at gender reveal party. <laughs> wow. That's the best thing that's ever happened at one of those. I've been waiting for something like this to happen. Like, with all these kind of helium, loads of candles, things like that. I mean, it's turned into an abortion party now. There was the one where they fed uh, a hippo a melon, and it had dye in the middle of it, so it came out either pink or blue when the hippo bit into the melon. That's how things have gotten. Fucking hell. Troy, you're the only one here with a baby. Did you have a gender reveal party? Um, I'm just trying to think. It's a bit bad of me. <laughs> I personally was never attended one, but I do vaguely remember. No, actually, no. We, she didn't. She had a baby shower. It's a different thing yeah, where they have yeah, yeah. blue balloons yeah, yeah. and all of that type yeah. of stuff. Because the, they knew around. by that point it was a boy. Yeah, yeah. But um, it was your baby. <laughs> no, as in they're her friends, etc., yeah. and family. You know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but there, there was no actual sort of yeah. I know what you mean though. You can buy. I know somebody uh, from the local rugby club who did a gender reveal yeah. by having a rugby ball made that you boot into the air and then the rugby ball explodes into the Real colour. Yeah. So they, they did that. I'm um, familiar with yeah. that person. I can get on board with that. Yeah, it wasn't too bad. It's different. than It's better than a popping a shitty balloon and the confetti <laughs> coming out. But yeah, why'd you ask? I just wondered you're the only one who could provide us some context. Oh, right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I my, wouldn't... Even if... Yeah, no. Both my brothers have had kids. Both of them had gender reveals. I didn't go to either. Yeah. Don't think I was invited to the first. <laughs> Did you get invited to the baby shower? 
No. Trick, yeah, trick questions. What well, women mean the only My brother's baby that we can hear now. The, the baby came early, so the baby shower was after the baby was born. Ah, okay. Huh. Different, different. And I was maybe not the most positive with uh, my other brother when I was told the gender. I was like, cool. <laughs> Girl, <laughs> I, was in, yeah. I was in Marseille at the top of, I can't even think what it was called, but that was the least of my worries at the time. <laughs> <laughs> Blisters were killing me. <laughs> Wait, you ready for another yeah. story? <laughs> Dong. Terminator movie billboard put up at abortion clinic. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Bong. We got a lot of Florida man headlines today. Okay. Florida man jumps off a surfboard, lands on shark. Does he start it out? Does he surf the shark? The rules are I don't look into the story. Alright. Okay. So we'll go with yes, he does. Yeah, okay. Um, that makes for a better story. <laughs> Next headline's gonna be Florida man loses both legs whilst jumping <laughs> onto a shark. Bong. A Seattle man broke into an office building ate $200 worth of chocolate and collapsed in a coma. <laughs> I think I remember that story like, popping up somewhere before. It's, this it's probably a different... Oh, well, there you go. It's probably a different story at the time it happened before. This is the thing, I think. As the weeks go on, all of these headlines are in the past week. So this is all in the last seven days. Okay. Researchers taught rats how to drive tiny cars and, crucially, there's video. <laughs> it's a crucially part part of headline. <laughs> that is crucial. Otherwise, yeah. like, we wouldn't believe it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah boys, you, you just made that shit up. Like, that is the one where you actually do have to look into it. The- There's a few that need looking into. I think, Luke, over, yeah. in a few weeks' time, maybe you can compile a, go back a, a few of the best. And, and just search when, them out and see some, if you can get some context with these stories. When there's some good ones, I think my plan was I would give the option of three and you can pick to have the full story for one of them. Mm. I think the only one that pops up the binary click on is there's horny singles in your area. <laughs> well, no, we had eight we had eight billion dollar boobs and I didn't click, so... <laughs> <laughs> that was remarkable retreat, I said it at the time. <laughs> All right. Bong... Man saves his nail clippings for a year and turns them into an engagement ring. That's horrible. Did you say toe? Yeah. There's not many things that can make a group of lads go, (laughs) but for some reason, toenails is at the top of that list. Good to know fingernails, though. Troy would have been thinking about (laughs) it. If there's anyone who's toes in the line, I just feel like your hands are way more clean than your feet. You wash your hands a good good few times a day. I don't really wash my feet that many times a day. <laughs> Just a shower and that. But yeah, so I, I would, yeah, I'd prefer a ring made out of fingernails than if toenails. If given a choice. Yeah if, yeah, yeah. yeah, if being proposed to by a freak. I'm glad, I'm yeah. glad to know there's actual method behind this. I did actually see this next one. Okay. Bong. Girl in bikini gets tasered to raise money for charity. <laughs> Where did and you the, see this, mate? Yeah. <laughs> and you stumble upon a girl getting tasered? All on the same feed. Don't it's probably on a TV or, show. Or people could get spoilers pre-pod. That would ruin it, wouldn't it? <laughs> it ruin the magic. Bong. Woman drives motorhome into Las Vegas area casino after she was kicked out, police say. <laughs> Have you ever been that angry after losing a bet? <laughs> That's a good point, actually. Wow. That you'll drive into the casino <laughs> with, with your home, so you're ruining both your home after the loss. I've been fucked by West Brom twice in a week so maybe I should just drive into the Hawthorns <laughs> <laughs> even sweeter that I won a bet and didn't know about it actually I'd have liked oh, to because it was a 90th minute winner so I'd have loved to have celebrated it yeah but I think we were so 
taken over by you losing your bet that we must have missed them <laughs> celebrating mine. <laughs> it was a nice surprise when I clicked on the app there later. Ong. Japan trade minister resigns after being accused of gifting crabs and melons to voters. Got his target okay. market. Yeah. <laughs> target market. <laughs> Both of them. All right. Bong. A Florida man robs a bank with hot dogs and a double-headed dildo named Matthew. <laughs> is he named Matthew or is a dildo named Matthew? No, yeah. <laughs> dildo. And, who, and who named the dildo? I'd assume him. Florida <laughs> man. He was asked for his accomplice and he was just Matthew. Yeah. <laughs> That's a Grand Theft Auto stunt thing. Using a dildo as a weapon. That's when you know... <laughs> Bong. Bed Bath and Beyond pulls black pumpkins over blackface complaint. <laughs> Say that one again slower. <laughs> Bed Bath and Beyond pulls black pumpkins over blackface complaint. <laughs> Do you know what? I'm, I'm glad sometimes that we don't get the context. No, no, this <laughs> like, is exactly whatever this, with that word. Go work it out for yourselves. <laughs> Alright, bong. Chinese businessman hires a hitman who hires another hitman who hires another hitman who hires another hitman who hires another hitman who betrays all six of them and lands them all in prison. Fucking snitch. <laughs> Too many chains in the la- in the uh, in the chip. Too many chains in the what? <laughs> Move along. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll give you a bong on that one. <laughs> bong. Shoplifter mistakes unmarked police car as getaway car. <laughs> Jesus. Bong. Naked Vaseline-covered Florida man streaks through more and takes dump in cash register. I mean, come on. What is going on in Florida? Can somebody <laughs> tell me what's yeah, what, what happening in Florida? That's why Mike Perry can live there under wraps. Just nobody asks any questions. He's seen in the middle of the road. He's seen the blue. Bong. Babies with syphilis is now an issue. Ooh. Don't ask questions. Born with it. Well, I, thought, I thought it was like a mental one. Like, affected the new... Huh? Yeah, but I yeah, think it's it the did. one that turns you a bit... In, it like, does crazy. send you mad. Yeah, it does. But I don't know... I don't really know what the, sim- the other symptoms are of syphilis. No, you can track it. I don't want to go down that route. No. <laughs> My glasses prescription is getting worse. <laughs> That's not why. <laughs> that link. <laughs> Gloucester man is infecting babies with syphilis. <laughs> with his eyes. But yeah, because it's, because it's contact. Oh. Uh, this isn't so much a funny one. It just caught my attention. Bong. Well, the other ones yeah. Funny. Yeah. yeah, most of them. Free ride mountain biker does backflip over a 50 foot canyon. How do you work out that that's something you can do? Because free ride is where they that means there's no netting to catch them, isn't it? Yeah. That means it's completely so you get that wrong and you're done. I'm getting flashbacks to Bart Simpson when he tries to jump that's Springfield Gorge. <laughs> Why with all the awful sport that's on TV? I complained about the Rugby World Cup and how many of these terrible games there were on. If you could just swap a couple of them out with a bloke. Doing, doing a backflip 50 foot over if a canyon. He ma- if he makes it, Samoa wins. If he doesn't, <laughs> If it's ever a repeat, so I remember I flicked on um, Premier Sports before and Free Sports, and they said there was a guy who was attempting the largest ever jump off a ramp. And I thought, I know he's going to do it, because if he didn't, they would not be showing this on yeah, a repeat. Yeah, yeah. Has to be on live. If, if that was live, it, it's be a live I would tune in for that. 
everyone tuned in for that Red Bull guy. I forgot his name. Yeah, the one Felix who... Baumgartner. Ah, there we go. Wait, yeah, yeah. Yeah. All right. Bong. And uh, Jack, one for you here. We didn't have you last week, so I'll, I've got a hypothetical for you. God. What's the worst thing you'd do live on TV for a hundred grand? hundred grand? I mean, that's not a lot when you're talking about... Well, that's why I want to know what's the worst thing you would do for that. I mean, I've got, to have like, some, I've got to have some options here, because uh, like, what am I supposed to do? Pluck one out what, here? No, what's the first thing that pops into your head? Telling a certain someone about a certain injury that I've sustained a week, be- <laughs> a week before I move into my house. <laughs> that's probably the worst thing that I would do right now that I can think of. Would you recreate the first episode of Black Mirror? Which was that? Which one's the first episode? Pig. The pig? Yeah. 100 grand's 100 grand, isn't it? See, I quickly you became a large sum of money there. I mean, yeah, <laughs> he's just gone from that's not a lot of money to, yeah, oh, well, you know that, what, it's 100 grand, like, isn't it? That's like half a mortgage paid off with one incident. I can take that for, I'll just move away. I'll, move to, I'll be the Florida man. The main thing with, the main thing with that episode Plus the man moves to Florida. How chirpy the guy was that was going to stand in before they specified that, look, you can't do that. He's like, all right then, so basically we just need a couple of shots of your face and then I'll get in there. <laughs> I feel like Black Mirror is really kind of subjective when it comes to things like that because you've got real episodes that really make you think like Nosedive and the one where she's being filmed on the cameras because she's... Did that not make you think? <clears throat> would, yeah, you, but, would you do that to save... But the, the, that one, was, and what's the other one? The other politician one with that cartoon dog that was winning all of yeah. the... I just looked at him for... Waldo. Yeah, Waldo. I was like, what the fuck's this all about? Like, the worst but, was the second ever episode where they're on the treadmill doing the reality show. Oh yeah, the guy from Get Out. Because whenever I've told someone to watch it, I've said, look, either don't watch the second episode or make sure you watch the third and that doesn't put you off that much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, there's some really, there's some ones in there where you think, whoa, how has he come up with that? And there's something that's thinking, why has he come up with that? I know, a lot like the pod, really. Yeah. A lot of these you might listen to, (laughs) oh, that's interesting, I know, what are they doing? (laughs) I know the whole thing is that you don't have to watch them in order. But I took that as, look, you don't have to binge them all at once. Yeah. But yeah. it. So when my brother just randomly picked out episodes, that spun me. That I wouldn't be able I to do that. that. Yeah. I did that. I wouldn't be able I, to do that. I think because I I sort of read what the basis of a few episodes were and that there were different actors in each episode. Yeah. I was like, well, I'm just going to pick the ones I want to watch yeah, first. Yeah. I think the first one I watched was is it was it episode three that where they they get the paedophile. Well, that's like, in one you know, of the latest series, but yeah, yeah. That's, I think that's oh, the best Oh yeah, it's episode. not the first series, it was the first one that got to Netflix, wasn't yeah, it? I think that's that the series. best episode. Yeah, so, definitely. I think the best episode is, was it White Christmas or Black Christmas? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Because that one was a real thing. Yeah. What one was that one? That was I the saw, first one I saw, because yeah. it was like, like on normal TV. For yeah, thing. I was yeah. happened to watch it, and then I went and watched it. Yeah. I was speaking to you about Black Mirror, and you said, I think I've seen someone like that. This, oh, that's an episode of Black Mirror. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, it's the only it. one that is like a feature-length film. It's like an hour and 28. Yeah. yeah. But it, that's a real thinker. Yeah. So he, they start it's off... It's hard to say without giving a spoiler. So yeah, they, yeah, but if you haven't watched it now... They, they start off in no. this cottage and there's two guys and one's making Christmas dinner and it just cuts straight into the middle of a conversation and then they delve into it's why they're in that cottage. It's got Rafe in it, if you know him. No. Essentially, this is built on one of the guys in there... Uh, these boats would go on dates and he could constantly be in their ears basically telling them what to say, how to get these women. Oh, uh, I vaguely whatever. remember that and one. In, in this particular one, it this woman's wrong. obviously taking them back and drugged him, etc., etc. Right. 
Yeah, and yeah, then okay. it spirals from there. Which suddenly started making me think, oh, this could happen to anyone. You could get drunk any minute. And I was yeah. thinking, don't be fucking stupid. You'll be <laughs> absolutely fine. <laughs> this is not something you have to worry about. <laughs> so we know Jack will get with a pig if need be for 100 grams. <laughs> That's what we can take away from this. Yeah. Anyway, then, on to respect that man. We gave this a miss last week through... I was going to say no fault of our own. Through my fault. Entirely but nobody, fault but, of our own. But, but nobody reminded me, so we'll take a, a shared blame. Troy's turn. We'll go back to me next week as it's just uh, the three of us. Don't know where Alex is today, so maybe we could have had a feature on guessing where he is. He told me he's otherwise engaged. I had my dates wrong, but he made plans very quickly. He does that. So Troy, give us a beat in the chest and tell us which man we need to respect. Okay. <laughs> Fuck me, I almost knocked the mic over. Aaron Ramsey, respect that man. Okay. I feel like it's a little bit of an obvious one, Aaron Ramsey. He's not exactly someone... Well, maybe more obvious now that he's just recently left Arsenal and everyone's sort of flashing it in your face <laughs> that I can't believe you let Aaron Ramsey go. Whereas maybe a couple of years ago, he wasn't sort of valued as, as much as, as he sort of was by the time he left Arsenal. Um... Over 250 appearances for Ars- uh, for the Arsenal. FA Cup runner-up with Cardiff City as a lad back in 2008. And uh, moved to Arsenal the following season. Got three of them FA Cups when he, when he, in his time at the Gunners. Uh, including the uh, extra time winner, of course, against Hull. Who could forget that one? Made him an instant legend. Yeah, I cried after that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was 2014. I remember it wild. Like, I just remember the fact that I was desperate that we were winning that game before that game even started. You know, you just had it sold on in your head. We have to get this one. It's fucking hell, with all due respect. (laughs) Yeah, he also, uh, back in 2014, won the prestigious London Player of the Year Award, (laughs) which uh, not many people can put their name to. Um, Also, got top assists and a spot in the team of the tournament in the uh, magical 2016 Euros for Wales. When we remember they got to the semi-finals mm. there. Robson Carno turned into... <laughs> yeah, was, was one of the most elite strikers in the world. <laughs> but yeah, uh, on his aside, he's always been a reliable guy at Arsenal. Um, not had always. A, well, maybe not always. There was a few times back in his earlier days where, you know, we were still trying to figure out who and what kind of player he was. Yeah, that little leg break. Yeah, the leg break wasn't his fault though, was it? <laughs> Let's be honest. <laughs> but yeah, um He's the sort of player that you would want, I think, in a title winning side. I think he not necessarily going to be a starter every single week. Uh, well, mostly probably not starting in the, you know the top the top sides. But I think he's essential to a, uh, a team that can go on to win the league. He's a, he's he's not in the same sort of category really as James Milner, but he's he's that type of player in that you can kind of rely on him to come off the bench and sort of put his all into the game at least. Um, I'm thinking I. I think he starts for every team in a Prem outside of City. Mm. Well, yeah, probably. But I think that he is one of them players, though, he could start or could not, like when it comes to the way that he plays. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) he does seem to work best coming off the bench sometimes when you kind of need that extra bit of punch. Um, But yeah, seems to keep himself to himself as well. Seems like a good bloke. Married his childhood sweetheart, which is always nice. Shows Shows a good sign of loyalty, that. With these players, Theo Walcott, someone as well, who never really put his head above water, married his childhood sweetheart. Wayne Rooney can't quite say the same for you, but yeah, all in all, Aaron Ramsey, good bloke. Respect that man. 
Do you know um, Theo Walcott's girlfriend didn't turn up for her GCSEs because she went to the World Cup in 2006 instead? And he, and he didn't fucking play. That's... She had a good holiday. <laughs> Just, yeah, they both did. Taken under the wing of uh, Gerard's bird, apparently. I'm not well, sure that's the one you are. <laughs> to be fair, those wags had a hell of a holiday, didn't they? <laughs> <laughs> they had a great time that year. Now, I didn't specifically write this down, so I don't know if anyone was prepared for a Euro squad update. If not, we can delay it and come back firing next week. I have the scores, but I don't have anything. All right, for- well. We'll, we'll delay it. if we have time at the end. It's better than the week before where I had one goal across my three games. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, mine wasn't too pleasant either. I missed we, out. We missed out on Jack's team beating Barca. We missed out on me beating Madrid. So if any one of you had a good result this well, week, we'll miss that as well. Yeah, well, both of my, well, not both, but two of my teams played on Saturday when I was at a wedding. So I had no chance to actually <laughs> watch them games either. But all I would have been offering this week was just scores for you guys. Yeah. So yeah, I don't mind delaying. With Roman, the last couple of weeks, I've had as many racial abuse allegations as I've had goals. It's been nothing to write off of any good value for them. Granada are top of the league though. So my that Granada is... boys are top of La Liga at the moment, which is quite... And they've got to play one more game than uh, Barca who can overtake them, but still, that's a it's good t- place it's to It's also got 10 games played, so it's not like it's just like one or two. I saw a thing with them saying that they've got as many points now as the last time they were in the league by the end of the season. <laughs> that's crazy. Serie A teams get their pumpkins from Bed Bath & Beyond for Halloween. <laughs> Full circle. <laughs> now, we have the BMF title fight in the UFC this weekend, which will come full circle for and do some predictions at the end but what we'll open with today is who we feel the BMFs are the bad motherfuckers if you don't know what BMF stands for the UFC couldn't put that on a poster we can yeah what that who we think they are in different sports so the UFC it's not the two best fighters there but it's the guys who are going to show up every time they're going to be dogged they're going to have a fight and they're going to show up so Open to interpretation. If we start with football, I know everyone watches football. I had a bit of an outside shout to you. Ooh. Roman Abramovich. <laughs> what? BMF. <laughs> Please do explain. Have <laughs> <laughs> you ever seen a more ruthless guy in the Premier League in the, since, he, since he's come around? Yeah, true, true. That is true. He did start the trend of... He doesn't if fuck you, about. Yeah. If, you fuck her, if you are not performing, you're getting the sack. He yeah. is a BMF. start that trend. <laughs> yeah, can agree with that. Gets the job done, knows what he wants, knows how to get there. Interesting. TK, hit us with one. I had, I thought this was a bit of a rogue one as well. Just look at Simeone. Just something about him. Just more thought. It doesn't really matter what sort of mood you caught him in. You could see it, he's got that sort of Diaz thing about him where he just thought it doesn't matter what mood you catch him in, he'd be up for a scrap. Do you yeah. see? The, be his wedding day, you could go to him and he'd still have it with you. It came out now that they signed Yao Felix and Trippier. What he does, it came out when when you sign for Atletico. You get sent into this room with him, which sounds ominous to start with, <laughs> where they have this film loaded up, not Serbian film or anything. <laughs> they essentially have like a compilation of everything you do wrong in your game. Jeez. And he makes you sit through this video of, everything, <laughs> of everything you do wrong. And he says, now we're going to get it sorted. Really? Where, where's that, that sounds really inspirational, but I also think maybe I'm not going to. They said it on the commentary for Atletico against whoever they had in the Champions League the other week. It uh, wasn't a good game, but I sat through it. Yeah, I think I did. So and they said it either early in the first half or maybe it was on a, sort of a bit of La Liga game. But anyway, 
they said this and they were talking about Yo Felix and they said, I can't think of the player's name. They had a guy come over from Brazil who now plays in their midfield. And they said that he came over as like a teenage lad, hardly speaking any English or Spanish, sorry. And the first thing he does is get sent in. This is everything you do wrong. <laughs> and they say, it kind of just puts you on the foot and then he welcomes you and says, but we're going to sort it. And you're going to play, play for one of the best teams in the world and we're going to get... Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you wait till after the contract signed before you do shit like that. Yeah. <laughs> so that's his uh, way of welcoming you. Trippier just coming out after two days watching a film. Right, we finished everything you do wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Congratulations. Actually, we don't want you now. But <laughs> yeah. well, they said that happened at Arsenal where they said they took Chesney, Vito Manoni and Fabianski into a room and just had a compilation of every mistake they'd made over the seasons. They did not seem like a collection of characters that would take well. Chesney would just be there like, no, I didn't do anything wrong. They said it was not like Simeone. They said there was no, like, this is how you improve. Yeah, there was no construction to it. This is how bad you are. Go and sort yourselves out, figure it out for yourself. It was just criticism, basically. (laughs) Because Manoni was cracking up about it because that season (laughs) when you couldn't choose between the three of them, when you can't pick between your first, second or third choice keeper, you know, you have issues. I think that's the same season we got Lehman back on loan for a couple of games. I remember that. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So that might tell you something. But they were cracking up about it on Polish TV, so it didn't teach him a lesson. <laughs> didn't um, one of our former goalkeepers just win like MLS goalie of, this, of the season or something? I think it was Vitor Manon. Sounds about right. Yeah, I think it's one of them anyway. I can't think. It, I think it must be him. Cause... Buffon said there's no better person that could fill his boots at Juve than Chesney, so maybe well, it says about our defence. Absolutely insane how you've got to become a great goalkeeper to go to Arsenal and then go away from Arsenal. Well, Fabianski has been one of the most consistent in the league ever since. Yeah, got West Ham decent. Chesney's, like I said, replaced. Leno's faced eleven penalties now and not saved any at Arsenal. <laughs> so I would say maybe we need new goalkeeping coaches. Yeah. Another thing was that Czech brought his in with him. That helped, didn't it? <laughs> but that's yeah, because that's a shame. We've always had a, a tradition of having like the best goalkeeping co- coaches. Um, so yeah, we do need. New I don't ones, know the I name for football managers like Neil Bettinelli or something. Sack him every time. Neil Benfield or something. Yeah, yeah. I bring him yeah. my. My man Joel Bats every time. So that's who Arsenal need. That's what I'll plug for in there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm, when, do you remember when you first got Twitter and you didn't quite work out what it was? Yeah. When, well, what were you doing? Well, I, I, about this, I, I tweeted... Um, <laughs> no, I just It's thought, watching. <laughs> I figured that the way it was described was that celebrities are going to see like everything. Because it yeah. was builders that you can talk Interact to. Interact with. Yeah. Some, yeah, yeah. And uh, I tweeted that. This isn't a very interesting story. <laughs> Francis Kagigao, the Arsenal scout, and told him he was my favourite scout uh, from Arsenal. So Did he get back a, to you? He said, cheers, pal. Yeah, I remember when so you I, thought everyone was going to after that. You thought it doesn't matter who I at you. They're getting back to me. I remember when when Twitter first came around. I remember Nasri signed for City, and oh, I tweeted oh to him saying, "I wish you break your legs this season." <laughs> and I felt bad about it ever since, if I'm quite honest, because it's like it's like ultimate trolling, isn't it? When you t- wish like a bad injury the original on a player. Troll. Yeah, yeah. I think one of the first people like it was Daniel Lloyd, which maybe shows our time has yeah. been on. I, well, my original at was um, Byron Better Know. <laughs> well, my um, my girlfriend's mum, she, she used to go on Facebook back when like it first came around or whatever, and um, <laughs> typical mum sort of moved this. She used to type in 
like people she would try and search into her stairs <laughs> and hit enter. And, and my missus used to have to tell her, mum, mum, you've done it again. You've put John Smith as your status. And like, this would happen apparently all the fucking time. <laughs> Just why? Hi Rio, do you want to pick it up in the morning, pal? <laughs> yeah, that's a classic, isn't it? Barring having some interaction with Ian Wright and then getting blocked by Ian Wright. Yeah, <laughs> no way. You're blocked by quite a he, few people randomly as well, aren't you? <laughs> he he followed me. There was, I, th- I think uh, he was having like Twitter beef with some bloke and he called him uh, the homophobic slur that rhymes with maggot. <laughs> and I don't know what I said. I said something proper cringe, I'm sure, in his defence. And he followed me after that. No. Yeah, he followed me after that and then he retweeted when I shared that remember that girl who got hit in the face with a shovel? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So he he shared that and I thought, Oh, that's quite cool. He actually does see the tweets. I must have said something about Wenger, I'm sure, because the next thing I knew I went to see because he was in some scandal and I was blocked. <laughs> so I don't Are know you what, still blocked? I don't know what I said. Yeah, I'm still I don't know what I said. <laughs> Yeah, like once I'll, a celebrity blocks you, you don't ever come and block, do you? Really? They're not going to scroll so through weird. and be like, ah, oh, yeah, Luke Byron, he was, he like, he was a, a bad crack. guy. <laughs> yeah. I'm blocked by Lance Armstrong, so. Yeah, that's rogue as well. And Wiley. Yeah, that, that's quite easy. There's an account dedicated to, like, block, block by, by Wiley, Wiley and yeah. blocked by Stan Collymore as well. <laughs> I'm blocked by Skepta as well. The grime scene is sending for me. Jesus. They saw Byron better know, and they thought, oh, I want none of this smoke. <laughs> we got to blacklist him. We, don't, we, we can't have him. <laughs> Anyone have any other BMS for football they want to chuck in now? I mean, Roy Keane would be an obvious one. I don't know if there's any... Uh... Keane as soon as it's like a BMF bout every week now. <laughs> we can just watch those two just throw down. Um, Lee Catamon, always, <laughs> always guaranteed for a yellow card. Just can't play football, but just goes through people. <laughs> I was thinking, yeah, of people that are still sort of playing. Troy Deeney. Do you know what I mean? He's the ultimate shit-acer. But yeah. he I've seems like a good guy. Yeah, back it up but well. it's just that he... On the field, he's there to do a fucking job yeah, of yeah. royal a defender up badly. That, that pod with him on, he's like a sound bloke the way through. Yeah. And he has that little moment where he gasses himself, doesn't he? He's like, you ask your favourite defender who they don't like playing against, they're going to have me in a top three. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, because they don't like fucking... Because footballers are a thick one and they don't like getting bruised toes and he said, type he, of things. He's like, Mertesack is a lovely bloke, but you ask him you don't want playing against. <laughs> and I thought, I'm not surprised. Yeah. Well, Diego Costa then, surely, just for yeah, pure yeah, unpredictability. You never know if he's going to like hug you or stick his fingers in your eyes. I was Jose about, I was about be... to give Suarez a go, but I just I actually thought about the title BMF. Yeah, he's, he's not, not that. No. He's just a dick. That's why I don't... Like, there's a difference, That's there? why I'm not sure Costa would be there either, because... I know he... what you mean. Costa is a bit of a prick too. Yeah. We would look at Costa worse if Suarez didn't exist. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you'll Suarez be right. saved him. He's just a bit less snide than Suarez. <laughs> yeah, but Suarez is bitten people that haven't been openly racist, like... Costa's not done those things, has he? No, but he did go partying when he was meant to still be at Chelsea. Yeah, in a, that's actually quite... If it wasn't Chelsea he was doing against, <laughs> I was thinking, if you were wearing the club that you wanted to move to shirt whilst pissed up on Facebook Live, whilst you should be at pre-season training, <laughs> I would think that would be absolutely joke. That was unreal, because you always see like a celebrity's Insta Live pop up, and very rarely you're going to click on it, because it's just going to be some garbage. I don't know what made me swipe on Diego Costa's that time. Yeah. <laughs> and it was just him on like the streets of Brazil, yeah. in an Atletico show, going, hey! Yeah, with a, yeah. With a beer in one hand. Atletico is looking at this like, what are we getting here? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> With Jose as well, Sky could just be getting their own suicide squad. 
with all of them in. <laughs> Keen, Soonest, Jose. And then the other side, they're getting Ian Wright, Crouchy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That yeah, Justice Crouchy. League. Pulling Crouchy onto Match of the Day is, it was smart marketing because obviously his podcast is working well. And Crouchy on Match of the Day just works, doesn't it? It's still on that guys. VAR thing with yeah. yeah. his line about that was very good. <laughs> Don't you reckon it could be like a scene from Anchorman where all the different, <laughs> all the di- yeah, all the different punditry yeah, teams, yeah, right, just turn up for one big fucking terror. Crouchy killed a guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you can imagine Crouchy just stood there with a grenade. <laughs> Why'd they, you get that, Crouchy? And then, bis- and then just bicycle kicks it straight at somebody. <laughs> they have to in, every, in every scene, he's wearing a different club shirt as well. Or join in and just shoo in the BT team. Soonest just looks around like... <laughs> yeah. Well, you used to have the Royal Rumble and there'd be a little guy in the middle. He'd look around and he's got like the great Carly, Big Show and Kane all around him. That is... So- Chris Sutton um, looking around. Jake Humphreys looking around. Oh, fuck. He's getting big for his boots. Yeah, Jake way Humphreys. too big for his boots. I would pay a lot of money to see Chris Sutton be beaten up by every other, every other country. You team. just have to rely on that slide tackle, don't you? That's as good as you get. <laughs> yeah. That kills me every time. <laughs> I thought it was planned at first until I was watching him and he's, he doesn't know what to do with his arms and the papers go flying off. No, it's actually <laughs> yeah. He'd be, I bet he'd be nasty as well. If if he could get his own back, he'd do something savage. For sure, yeah, 100%. But what about boxing, TK? Who's who's your BMF for the boxing? Golovkin was one of those first came into my head. And so, again, he's got that same thing as, as Masvidal Diaz where you think he'd have it in a ring or he'd have it in the street. There would be no sort of qualms about it. And he's a, he's a decent enough fella, but don't fuck about with him. He was my immediate thought. I think the fact that he doesn't speak great English either also helps to it. Maybe you feel like if you could learn more English, you might become more of a dick. So if you don't earn yeah. enough, you can only be nice. I don't know if it's because I've just always wanted to see them fight. I had Andy Lee come in my head. Yeah, yeah, I, I can see that, yeah. Because he very much was, it didn't matter who it was, he was still going to go out there and... Bang with you. Yeah, and, it was, yeah, and again... Oh, I wish we could have Never had to fight. have any sort of like trolling or anything. He was just... Yeah, I think we look back on that funny though. I mean, that tear that Golovkin was on at one point, he probably would have let him alive. But it would have been good when it lasted, but that would have been brutal. Yeah, I was thinking of him when he fought Quillen. Yeah. What banger that was. Yeah. Quillen, who was in my bad books ever since when I first started drinking energy drinks. We're desperate to stay up for that. Him, uh, <laughs> him against... Uh, who am I thinking of? Quillen against... Against Daniel Jacobs, Daniel I mean, Jacobs. Banging around. Yeah, <laughs> I come back from see what kind of time this was. I came back from watching wrestling. <laughs> Got the two energy drinks. What, proper yeah. wrestling or the fucking Titan <laughs> Hall? WWE. I was gonna say because <laughs> yeah. that's like when you're twelve. Yeah. Stuff. <laughs> to be fair, I don't. I don't say that much more proudly than I would have. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Got that down only for him to get slumped in less than a minute. And I was just sat. I think that was actually around the time I got into UFC, so it all worked out nicely. I was the opposite. I was buzzing that he got slumped in a round, so I just go to bed. I've been standing <laughs> yeah. up for it. I was like, I need this done. <laughs> it's a bit different when you're used to it because I feel like I've had a bit of my like weekend robbed because I still I still stay up till like four, even if there's nothing it's on. Nothing just because yeah. I feel like I'm wasting I part like of my that. weekend. Yeah. If nothing's. I know exactly <laughs> what you mean by that. Yeah. And I just don't want to be waking up at my, ten looking, o'clock. Like my sun. girlfriend goes to bed at sometimes at like nine o'clock. And uh, you know, week on a weekday and stuff, and I'm like, 
pictures still two hours left of activities <laughs> to be done. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's things I can watch, I can play a game or something. It's always something to be yourself. done. Yeah. I, can't, I can't hear the word activities without thinking of Step Brothers. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I said it with that in mind, to be honest. <laughs> NFL, first person I thought of was Brady. Solely because of the video before the uh, conference yeah. championship yeah. last year. He's on the treadmill. And he was it Brady that was like a like a fiftieth pick as well or something? Yeah, so yeah, it was something like ridiculously yeah. low, wasn't it? Yeah. But but yeah, man. They're about to, they're about to go into this championship game, and he smiles in the camera on the treadmill, and then kicks in his um, many men, many men, yeah, and it just plays in the background while he's grinning into the camera and joking. It was just so cool. Those tweets going around at the time it was like we knew he was yeah. he was doing it as soon as he dropped that. <laughs> like, oh shit, yeah. I'm sure there are some vile blokes in the NFL that you could pick out I mean Michael Vick I guess is pretty bad <laughs> he's not yeah. not a great guy OJ Simpson potentially I was thinking more of just <laughs> some brutal like offensive lineman rather than some actual, actual. vile blokes yeah. <laughs> because there's a couple in the UFC we could pick out if, yeah, if yeah. that's what we were going for going back to Tom Brady quickly has anyone watched the new Netflix series Living With Yourself with Paul Rudnick no Tom Brady's actually in that he makes a cameo in it in the first episode, it's actually quite interesting. If you want yeah. to he's on board with spoilers before you before you see it. <laughs> it's, uh, it's got absolutely nothing to do with the story. He's just in it. Yeah. What have the shop value now? When you've got the BMF, you've got the original bad man himself. Aaron Rodgers, he's got to be. Yeah. You can't have that bad man without... Have you seen the V play from last night? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Unbelievable. How do people question him? They need to stop putting Packers on at like one twenty in the morning. Yeah, yeah. As soon as I saw that, I was like, "Yeah, I'm not making. I'm not doing that." <laughs> Basketball. I couldn't really think of anyone in particular. Going way back, I thought Kobe and Shaq. Were. Iverson. Iverson mm. would be perfect. Yeah. There's a good documentary called Iverson on Netflix, which is really good, mm. and it's one that he hasn't commissioned himself. Okay. As soon as always you, better. Yeah. <laughs> You're gonna get a bit more of the truth. The example I always go to is a straight out of Compton movie where they all made up with Easy and go to his funeral at the end <laughs> and they would still call him all sorts of names, didn't turn up at his funeral when he was on his deathbed. So <laughs> Yeah, I never yeah. gave that film the time of day. I never even watched it because I was just like, I kind of already know the story. I don't want to see it fucking Hollywood fight. If you think that's bad, don't watch the Tupac one. They'll have every, <laughs> I didn't. Yeah. Every arrest he had was never his fault. He didn't rape anyone. In fact, he wanted to protect the girl that was raped and was angry that he was asleep. <laughs> And they didn't actually have any Tupac's music in the film either. So that was that even worse seem, on top of yeah, that. Yeah, that does seem a huge hole. I broke yeah. my no Saturday cinema rule for that as well. And Did they have music? Regretted it. Yeah, just they, they couldn't, they didn't want to pay for the Tupac songs. Fucking hell. The only good thing pay for one thing. Didn't his mum have something to do with the film though? Yeah, she didn't, she didn't agree with something, I think. There was, uh, I know there was some backlash. The only good thing about it was they did get a bloke who did proper look like Tupac. That was the only good thing. Yeah. Because wasn't there a big controversy going back to the Straight Outta Compton movie as well, where the whole stuff with D Barnes in um, Doctor Dre, where he, like on camera gripped her up and like almost broke her jaw, or did break yeah. her jaw. Yeah, he did. And that just got completely swept and under the carpet. And he admitted it in a press conference. Yeah, and he completely swept it under the carpet. It wasn't in the movie well, he at was, all. He was he was one of the producers of the film. Right. Him and Ice Cube. Well, I, I remember very. <laughs> yeah. uh, if you want to see the real story of all what was going on back then, there's a really good documentary. It's probably about it's probably about 15 years old now. Uh, it's called Welcome to Death Row, and it's basically the transition of Dre leaving NWA and starting up Death Row Records, and that is a badass 
like dock. Because the way they show it in the film, he marches into this little like either end of the table to Shug, and he's like, "I ain't being a part of your label anymore. Uh, and if you want to stop me, you can try and stop me." And then Shug's like, "Okay, man, we'll go our separate ways." Uh, <laughs> and it definitely didn't happen. I think like one of the best stories about Shug Knight is when he dangled vanilla ice yeah. off the balcony <laughs> of like a, a 15th story building yeah, and like, he, some shit. to take a, a percentage of whatever he was making on Ice Ice Babes. He must have been a fortune off that. Vanilla Ice had a wild time. <laughs> like Shug Knight was a bad motherfucker, but the person that was backing the whole deal, uh, Harry O, he was the baddest motherfucker. He was in jail and he orchestrated the whole record label which is mental, from behind the bars. Give him the belt. They didn't, <laughs> they didn't even have the best song that would have fitted into the film with Straight Outta Compton, which was Real Motherfucking G's, where oh, he says, Motherfuck Dre, Motherfuck Snoop, Motherfuck Death Row, and that, we ain't putting that, we don't need to hear that from <laughs> <laughs> But it wasn't there like a thing going around as well that Shug Knight actually had like a hypodermic with AIDS on, and then... yeah. Injected EZE with the hypodermic. His son, his son claimed it on on a talk show as well, and then they kind of made reference to. I think when he gets beaten up by all of them in the film, and they slip in some audio of someone saying, "Take this, take this," and that's that's what I guess they're insinuating there. But yeah, that is the. There's the one theory that he injected him with a dirty needle, and there's another theory which is a lot darker, which. He wasn't. He was injected by someone. It wasn't a needle, right? But it was dirty. It was, yeah, because he caught it from somewhere. But yeah, as, as like a novice, they didn't really know a lot about it. As you see the end of it, where they're going to make this new track together. Yeah, it's all fun. He like passes out on a keyboard. I was. I did enjoy the film. Yeah, and then <laughs> they're all like crying when he's dying, and then I looked at him and said, "Oh, that's really cool that happened." And then they literally were calling him names up until the day that. He well, died. When it, whenever there's like a biopic, I intentionally know as little as I can about it mm. until after because yeah. one I like kind of checking it after because there was Captain Phillips yeah and the kid I went with, with you, you know him as well he's not the brightest uh, <laughs> and he said man if that was a true story wouldn't it <laughs> like it says on the massive words on the poster inspired by true events <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> had the same thing yeah. to say about the Titanic though so yeah. <laughs> imagine if that actually happened that's fucking crazy any other BMFs to recommend before we move on apart from Vince McMahon <laughs> move on <laughs> so we're going to build the perfect team next week we've put a lot on ice after this weekend's events mm. so I don't have many notes on this but we'll get into it do you want to start with the Arsenal situation? That's, it seems fair, doesn't yeah. it? So, question we'll ask here, and if we go to non-Arsenal fans first... We might have spent less time than you. <laughs> Do you think the Arsenal fans were wrong to boo Granit Xhaka? See, I've been playing this over in my head as well, and I've, I've seen Chelsea fans boo players, and I've seen them boo managers, and I can see how toxic it is, and you never want to see it. But you can almost blame Emery for putting him in that position. Why would you keep playing him when you know that this is happening? But on the flip side of that, you look at Jorginho at Chelsea last year. He was being booed at some point. And wrongfully, so I always rated him. But he was just being played in a really weird system. Whereas this season, they were actually singing his name. Mm. So that's like rags to riches with the fans kind of story. But Xhaka, it's like you got I'm him sure in... That's happening here. Yeah. You got, <laughs> like you got him in at Arsenal... 
and he scored a few absolute screamers, and then he could he could hit a ball, and you could have thought, That's pretty much all he could do. yeah, and you, and you thought, I know we got a player here, and then all of a sudden it all unravels, and it turns out he's awful. That it's got that one screamer. It's like that kid in the playground that wouldn't play football, but it's you like know if he hits it just right, joins in playing football and can just kick it off. Yeah, 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 yeah. essentially. It's, but to go back to, is it right to boo him? No, in my eyes, not to the extent like he is still a bloke. Do you know what I mean? He's still a guy. Yeah, it's still gonna hurt. But he shouldn't be in that position anyway. Emery should not be playing him at the moment because he's not playing well enough. Is it em- is it Jacques's fault you lost yesterday? No. Well, um, Drew yesterday. Sorry, feels like a loss, but I mean, Drew. he's at fault for the second goal by not <laughs> putting a challenge yeah. in. But David Luiz is at fault for the first goal. The problem is with Shaka is the, that he scores. Shaka doesn't do enough on the field to sort of warrant a place in a, in a starting eleven. He just he just doesn't do anything. So it's like you're playing with ten men anyway. So if we get TKs on, I'm sure we'll both go in here. So we'll let yeah, him get look, I've as a player disliked Shaka from day dot. Even when most Arsenal fans at least had some good things to say about him, I I. I I couldn't see it and <laughs> as time's gone on it's kind of been more and more people have fallen into that camp uh, I do think it's wrong to be your own player regardless of what's going on unless they've done something overly wrong in terms of off the pitch I can understand why people would I think he's guilty of being shit which is unfortunate but that is what he is I, I don't doubt he, I think he's trying predominantly I think a few times you can question it but I think predominantly he's trying he's just garbage like the kind of the things mm. where people said about his reaction shows where he should be captain. Mm. No, he shouldn't be captain because he's awful at football and a bit of a liability at the best of times. That's kind of why it shouldn't be because of this. This is that's kind of sort of past that. So I do think he should he shouldn't be at a club like Arsenal. But as a result of that, I don't think you should necessarily boo him. I think the the manager is culpable for keeping him. I think he should have been gone already. But if he's playing, I think you've got to, you've got to go with him. He's your own player, and unless he does something more, I would say to to spite the fans. Now, for example, can argue with him booing him in the next one because he's what? kind of made his a run for his own back. I I can provide some context in that it's not the first time he's been booed. Well, actually, it's the first time he's been booed. Usually, what happens is well, sixty minutes into the game, they finally sub him off, and you the, get this the ironic cheer. cheer. Mm. And, and you can then, really pretend it's for the sub at beginning, on. <laughs> it was almost like he did think he was getting a cheer. Yeah. Well, and all, then it dawned on him, actually, this isn't a cheer, is it? It's yeah. sarcasm. Like, yeah. I can tell you, I've joined in with that cheer before. Probably one of the loudest in the ground at some points when that... Oh, I've, I've done that on. before as well. I can understand that. Because when someone is having a shock, you're more cheering the manager for like, fin- yeah, right, finally you've realised exactly. what we've all seen. So, so like. yesterday, the, num- the number goes up. Get the ironic cheers from the fans. We're two two at this point, having surrendered a two 0 lead to Palace. Who, <laughs> as much as they've done a number on us over the years, they sh- they never should have ever. They are dreadful. I don't know how they are where they are. Even more so separate. this season, especially when we're at home. Yeah, and you're two 0 so, like, It should be game over. So he he starts walking off the pitch, which is when the booze started because they're saying it's get off the pitch. Was, obviously, yeah, hurry up. He then. Takes the armband off and he chucks it on the floor at Abamyang at his feet, and you can see Abamyang look up at him like, "What you do? Who the fuck are you throwing that at?" <laughs> yeah. So already he's giving him the, and then he starts walking off even more. And then the worst thing he can do, like I've said, he starts jeering the fans up mm. like that. And who do you think you are at this point? Get off the pitch. Then he has the yeah, because he hasn't got the stature yet to be doing that type of stuff. 
Like he hasn't done enough for Arsenal Football Club at all. To, he hasn't done anything for us apart from score literally probably three outside of the box screen. He's never been a crucial goal either. No, no and it, and it, it took ages to get one. So we didn't even know he had that in his locker until Actually, like, he had one against United last year, which is a massive deflection. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. should have saved. Yeah. Then he starts doing the Hulk Hogan yeah. ear up like that. And at that point, so I was at the NFL and I've seen this pop I was raging at this point. I quite love that. I guess it's sort of like a heel. <laughs> Just, yeah. So, then, he walks towards the fans. He rips his shirt off like that. He walks, he, you see him say, fuck you, visibly, towards the fans. Emery goes to put his hand out for him. He says it again. No doubt I could put all the money in the world down. He's held himself back for two seconds because he's chucked his shirt the second he's, a, he's got it at the I was about yeah. to say, he's about yeah. to launch that shirt, isn't he? And I think everyone with bated breath was waiting, are you going to throw that yeah. shirt? Do yeah. You, what you are you about to do if, to that badge? If like, you're yeah. thinking with the, like, Suddenly, like, like, what happens ch- next thing on that, <laughs> you wouldn't even bother saying, it's like, he's obviously going to throw this shirt. Yeah, it's suddenly nice. that shirt was the American flag and I was a Trump supporter. Yeah. And I was like, you fucking yeah. dare. <laughs> but the thing is, this, this does happen at other clubs and mm. the narrative I've seen since yesterday from, I'd say, about 40%, 60% are saying, look, he's dreadful. He's in well within his rights to get booed. There's a contingent saying we should feel bad for him. Look, I know. he was gutted after the game. If you think I'm supposed to feel sorry for him, I'll have to put up with watching him yeah, for four years. That. Four years. He's got worse, if anything. He's got a more prominent role. He's been sulking because he says that he felt like he was a last resort because Emery didn't make him captain sooner. I wonder why. <laughs> Wait, was he in Germany before? He oh, played at Mönchengladbach. And what did he do there? Like, he was, was he any good there as well? Yeah, but what was his like strengths? What with they, defending or they claimed, creativity? They claimed when we signed him, and I had never, the I'd I'd never seen him. They said that <laughs> he was like the quarterback, and he was the guy the defense rolled it to, and then yeah, because if you look at his average heat map. He doesn't move. What if he sort of stays in the same position? It's blue. They, they pointed out on match of day last night. His movement is shocking. He just doesn't want the ball. That's the thing. The thing that we were sold was it's his positioning that means he's not particularly good at defending. But his positioning means that his interceptions are going to be up here. Yeah. And all this, he's a great guy to have in your team and a leader. That he's he not looks a leader. Ar- no, he looks around the pitch a lot of the time, like he is. Like he he knows everything about football and he's reading the game from every angle and he's watching this way that way. The reason he's doing that is because he doesn't want the fucking ball. Well, he's, he's not doing anything with it. He's been well chopped through this year as well. He came out and said that we were scared after we drew to Watford. Yeah, that that was my final. Well, it wasn't my final try. I hated him for a long time, but that that there was just like. But why? you had the clout to say it, like you said. If he was yeah. of a certain stature, you'd be actually enjoying that because you'd be saying, right, he's calling people out. He's calling, but then, but yeah. as it is, everyone knows he's a bit of a snide. Yeah, but then the, the Sheffield game we lost. And they said to him, and he said, our pundits have said this. And he looked at the camera and he said, they're talking bullshit, talking about mentality every week. Nobody, we have the same attitude whether we go into a home game or an away game. That's not it at all. And it's a shit one. That's if this one. was an isolated thing and people say about Arsenal fans, if Arsenal fans didn't boo, we'd be criticised saying they're just happy to be content with this well, going I, on. I don't know anyone would be saying if you didn't boo, you would. Well, they'd be saying we're happy. We got criticised for ages saying we're happy with fourth place and nothing. Mm. Players are unhappy yeah. with seeing garbage on the pitch because look down, the, this isn't an isolated thing. We've seen Iwobi get booed. Iwobi had it worse than 
he's had it and he ran off the pitch every single time and got on with it the next week. We seen Theo Walcott get booed. Walcott got booed constantly, came back out, scored a hat streak against Spurs in the second half. And he said, I was booed because I was terrible in the first half. Yeah. And so I came out to prove a point. Ozil's been booed. He still shows loyalty to the club, doesn't he? Ibuwe got booed. Well, he's, been, he's been shut to the, to the wolves, basically. He's still showing his... He's not come I mean, out no, and... No one came in for him, but... Yeah, yeah, but I still think he what, wants what, to be that Arsenal. What's said about even his faithful options? I think he's yeah. been the faithful options. Ibuwe got booed. He, he was the making of him. He became yeah. a, a cult hero. Well, they said on the Athletic that he let it sit with him for twenty minutes when he was dancing in the locker room after the game. So that <laughs> might tell you a bit more about who. Now that is some fixed gear right there. We saw Ramsey get booed, and he's gone on to be Troy's respect that man. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and yeah. he got booed after coming back from a double leg break where he was horrific. He was getting abused from clowns like Piers Morgan. Well, yeah, because people kept saying, "Oh, you hated him last. He was dreadful last it, season." It, that yeah. was. We've seen far better players get booed and take it on the chin. They haven't reacted like that. And none of them were captain either. You savages. <laughs> you just ran off a list. <laughs> I still I find it really weird because we at Chelsea, we've had some really shocking performances. And the only God, player... William must get booed every week. Well, the, o- the only player that I can remember of note that got booed is Jorginho. And that's because of his ties with Sarri. I mean, you had up a banner saying that Costa Fabregas were rats. That was that was one of those obscure ones written on a bedsheet and felt tip. I mean, those ones. How how much do you really give that? Well, I mean, a bit, a bit. You're not going to hear one person booing. You can see one sign. But they still at the club. Yeah, yeah. They, that was yeah. just the yeah. it was the it, 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 was, just thinking, it, it, it was it was the, it was the game after Jose got sacked. And yeah, that was it, wasn't it? Yeah, I kind of Chelsea fans. Despite the fact that most Chelsea fans said, "Yeah, this time's probably well, up. the thing that's been fortunate <laughs> there is that the players that would have been booed by Chelsea are white." <laughs> what? <laughs> but it's My not. Word. It's not. It was because we've heard what gets said to the other one. <laughs> No, there's it, nothing wrong with booing. That's the only way you. I was, can do I was, I was, I was no, gonna I wonder how you're gonna finish that. I sentence. just can't get on the pitch and do it yourself. Not, and we all yeah. would if we could. Yeah. They're in a position to do it. You're in a position to stop people booing by playing better. But, but here, at the I, end of the day, as cliche as it sounds, if you haven't got the fans, they wouldn't be anywhere. Like they wouldn't uh, be in the. And I think they're not gonna just be playing in front of empty stadiums their whole career. As, as much as what I say, I don't think you should. I can understand why people do. And in his case, for example, I can understand it. My my other thing on it is that I would say the only thing I've been shocked about is almost the outrage at his actions because I think he was wrong to do it for his own sake as much as anything but for the club as well and as a captain you can't. But I, I do think if you're happy to boo him you have to be happy to allow him to react however he wants. It, it's my thing. I think there's kind of a two-way relationship with the fans and the players. Yeah. I think if it breaks down one way I'm quite, he can, that, he's entitled to tell you to fuck off. That there I've was the no reaction problem. that I'd be looking for to be honest. Yeah, I, I wanted him to do because, that. For example, the same logic as you've applied with as a, as a fan, you're entitled to tell them that. And if you want to make the club, mm. the best way to do it is that. Yeah. He's absolutely entitled to tell you you're a prick. Yeah. But I, same, I think it's a, a fair enough to wait. At the same time, do you not think it's an insult? Because there are people who are Xhaka fans. And he he's saying that. There could be a bloke in the front row with Xhaka on the back of his shirt that he's paid 80 quid for. And he's saying that. And in, in theory, he's only saying it to the people who are booing him, isn't he? Really. I'll tell you the, the thing I've respected about him the most is that he hasn't tweeted out an apology. Because you wouldn't have meant it. No, so, no, you may as well stick with it. we've had over 24 hours now. He can't come back from that. No. no. I'm going to the game on Saturday. If he's in the starting lineup, I will be booing him. He's going to And I'm sure a lot of other people are going to yeah. be booing oh, him. Most well. people will be booed off yeah. the pitch. You've, 
created a your own situation. But that's like. what I said. That's that was the sort of reaction I think as Arsenal fans we probably wanted from him mm. because he is done. Yeah. We we've all said it a long time now. We don't want Shaka as our captain, and we don't want him in our starting lineup. Yeah, so and, and Emery was playing him like, regardless. So it's so almost we, like we have to take matters into our own hands, and that's what we're going to do. The reaction so he gives I us think that's the situation is like, to, isn't it? Is yeah, the reaction he's given us is almost like, right, thank you. That's exactly what we were expecting from you. Because so get out of our club. I don't blame thing. him for not shaking Emery's hand going off the pitch either. Because Emery is as culpable ah, for putting him in this situation. Because but then if, if maybe one of the only people who does own something is Jacker because he yeah. keep, keeps playing him in, but, in a way that he's shown him loyalty, which yeah. is not deserved. So then on with the with Wenger, he was very much of the. I'm going to give you the chance to play your way out of this. Yeah. And yeah. Xhaka didn't repay him for that, but you could understand why Wenger was doing it. Emery, when he has been so ruthless with other players and mm. he's happy to bench other players, it just makes no sense. And he hasn't given Xhaka the tools to be able to go and do it. So that's partly on him because we essentially set up with three in midfield. They don't play a 10, they play a flat three in midfield. Yeah. And they essentially say... On paper, you'd be down as a box-to-box, you'd be down as a deep-line playmaker, and you'd be down as a defensive midfielder. Now, you, all of you do your thing individually. I won't tell you where your position is, and feasibly, I've got all work of your yourself. covered, yeah. so that'll, that'll work. Yeah. And so that isn't going to work, but... And none of them then are, suddenly they all decide to be deep line playmakers, and, and, and none of them are really. No one's picking up the ball. It's like a specialist at one. If you look at, as they're out at the minute, they're all no. either developing players or. Not very good ones like Xhaka. <laughs> he knows that the reaction, people didn't want the reaction of him jeering fans up because that, as soon as he did that, I, stupid, he must have thought, stupid. I've gone this far now, I may as well do it. Got the whole hog. But it's all, people wanted him to crack because they don't want to see him in the team again and you've yeah, given him yeah. exactly what they wanted. So I don't blame him for having reaction. And I will say, I know... He's going to be annoyed because he's had people abusing his wife on Instagram oh who was pregnant. Oh, Jesus. He's had to disable his Instagram comments because people are saying... I can imagine. <laughs> Mustafi has had far worse. And he at least has... Come out, he's had a bit of banter about it because Mus- <laughs> Mustafi said, if I'm in Germany and someone gets mugged outside the Emirates, it's Mustafi's fault. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's true. And so that's the only thing that worries me is because you've got Mustafi inside the club who's saying the fans are treating me like this. You've now got Xhaka inside the club that's saying the fans are treating me like this. And people, if whatever you might think, but, you know, Bellerin's come out and defended him. If you look at Terrell, the Terrell thing was supposedly crying, having to send players on the... The players starting to think the Bellerin in a thing, certain way I as understood, well. and I respect... He's being sort of the club man, isn't well, he? I respect... There, I think. He, he, as much as... I don't think he's the best player in the world. And I, if you told me last year he was going to be captain, I'd have been fuming. But at I the same time, did, if fact. you told me that Shaka was going to be captain, I said, all right, give it to him. Yeah. <laughs> he at least is a guy that seems to know what it means to mm. be an Arsenal player. And that doesn't mean much for anyone outside of an Arsenal player, or Arsenal fans even. Mm. But when you had it drilled into you for this long, that you see someone like Shaka who... We criticised Fabregas got in a load of trouble when we had Stoke and he said it's like playing a rugby team. Shaka would fit into any of those teams that we've called that. Mm, yeah, for sure. Clumsy, he just... Wouldn't stand out as looking above... His like, type of either. player is one that pushes their weight around but he can't push his weight around. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Mm. So yeah, it makes no like sense. a playmaker who isn't 
that great at passing the ball. A, a hard tackling midfielder who gets bullied. On a, it's me like, me it's and like, him in the 100 metres, I'm backing myself. Yeah, exactly. Not athletic. He's he's like a Fabinho that's been space jams, essentially. Like, he even mentioned him in the same sentence. Like, <laughs> that, that's what he tries to be, but he hasn't got the ability to get anywhere near him. I mean, what this has done as well, taken a lot of heat off the old Meza Ozil uh, photo, which is likes by four of the Arsenal captains. The one of the, you make me laugh. Hey, we don't know yeah. what that was about. Yeah, well... We do know exactly what that's about. Yeah, we don't know what that's about. I mean, would you have Mesut Ozil back in your team? Free Ozil. Well, this is the other thing now. It's created a situation where thousands of fans would chat for him, wouldn't it? Because, yeah. Yeah. I said, it's, it's it's a situation where they hate Emery so much that, what was it? So the, the enemy of my enemy is my friend, isn't it? So it's... Well, you, you saw it in basketball when it was the... I'm trying to think what team. Sacramento Kings when they had Boogie Cousins still there and he was trying to force his way out. Yeah. And essentially, he fell out with the coach and the owners said as much as they like the coach, when it comes to player or coach, the player is going to win 100 times out of 100. Look at Pogba versus Mourinho last year. There's very few managers that can win that battle and I do think Mourinho is one of the ones who seven times out of ten is going to win it. In a different circumstance. We said, didn't we? We said, you picked the wrong player. And yeah. he's usually yeah. smart enough to know which one to pick which a fight with. <laughs> Ertzil <laughs> might look like the one to pick a fight with, but then he's clearly a very popular guy in the team. And he has that. some of the freakiest fans in the world. Yeah, yeah. Xhaka did for a bit, though. Well, I'm assuming they've all gone quiet after no, the weekend. They, they still exist. Oh, they're Jesus Christ. People I'd who say, are making him like this is their profile picture. No. <laughs> I'd say Mesut Ozil individually has the most fans in the Arsenal team. Like He's as one of the most in, not from England in the world. But yeah, yes. by by all means, mm. not in England, but yeah. in the likes of Turkey and the, uh, the 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 rest of the Middle East and them sort of areas that follow football. Ozil is the man. He's the equivalent of when you see someone say like, "I'm your favorite rapper's favorite rapper." He is like the your favorite footballer's favorite footballer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he has that respect from there, and he's come out and. I mean, no, nobody backed him actually when he was talking about the racial abuse that he suffered and he actually yeah. laughed out the, the way. But he's done just about everything apart from produce on the pitch. <laughs> but <laughs> clearly he's a popular enough bloke mm. that when you're not playing, you can forget that and you see a couple and, of YouTube clips you're actually, this guy uh, in the team. And ultimately, for all his shortcomings at Arsenal, it's not like Arsenal playing at a, well, a good enough standard here that you can say, it's you can just disregard yeah. a very good player who's, who could still who, offer something yeah, more you know, than what u- we're offering at the minute. Ultimately, you, you should have got rid of him. You couldn't get rid of him. And I think it's it's going to be difficult to manoeuvre him into a team going forward. But for now, he's more than... Emery is lucky that Jack has taken some heat off him. Yeah, he's yeah. taken the headlines for a little bit, but it is coming, isn't it? It's. I think one thing this has done is exposed a lot of things at the club in terms of the fractious nature between sort of fans, players, manager, board... I think it's all fractured said, at the minute. They and said half the board it. wanted to give him a new deal last year. Sari was not officially sacked. He was told that we don't really want you here <laughs> after winning the Europa League and getting top four. Hmm. Emery missed out on the top four and lost the Europa League final and people wanted to give him a new deal. Yeah. The club's still being run like a business, it, it seems like, doesn't it? <laughs> but you think business-wise... It's only so long being out of Champions League is good business wise. Yeah, I mean, as long as they can get to the top four, that's what they're getting. I spoke to Troy the other week and I said that the way this new regime is, so this Raul Sanyehi, he's a guy who's come from Barcelona and his whole thing is he disregards stats, he disregards this, and he does it all contacts based. He does it my name, 
means enough that you're going to do the business with me. Okay. And I work with all these super agents and all this. So if he puts his trust in Emery and Emery starts, well, continues doing poorly, that reflects badly on him. Yeah, so he ain't going to come out and praise him. He actually came out and said, look, we want Ertzel playing. And Emery came out and mm. said, well, it's the board that don't want him. So that's going to be dealt with. Oh, cross. So I think the second it gets worse and they start, someone says, why is he keeping him in charge is when it's going to start to crumble. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But David Ornstein, and I don't know how legit he is these days, said that essentially you're going to have him to the end of the season. He said this this board don't want to be viewed as the type that are going to sack people That's like your that. That's problem, isn't it? And unless there was a proven guy ready to come in, then their thinking is it could be better, but it could be so much worse. Of course. I mean, the minute we're sat in fifth, and I can't, it's a miracle yeah. Yeah. that we're in fifth position. We... Wolves did us all kinds of... We went to the game last year and we turned up and I remember we were chatting before the game and this was before you knew what Wolves was going to be like last year. Mm. And we said, this is just about the perfect game for us because if you're a team of that level and you come and try to play football against us... You'll do them. Yeah. Forgetting we don't really play football anymore. (laughs) They battered us all game. Mkhitaryan came on. They played the same way they played against City that season, didn't they? Mkhitaryan came on and he scored when he hit it from outside the box and it jumbled into the corner we drew one all and then they battered us away from home so if we don't get a result there we got Leicester we got Liverpool in midweek in the cup yeah and which I, will be I can imagine will be fielding a, a relatively strong side in that that's game. the worst thing you could do if you lose with a terrible team nobody cares if you lose with a good team out people are saying Cause you couldn't TK, even what do you think? will Liverpool be reserves I I think they will. I, yeah. From only the way he's disregarded the I think, I think it's simply they, they are going for that Premier League. Yeah, yeah. Like See they what need they to do win. in the FA Cup, let alone the Carabao. Yeah, exactly yeah. that. And I, I thought potentially because it's Arsenal, they might put a few yeah. more out than they would. But I, I think also, he'll probably be thinking Arsenal probably won't put out much of a team as well. So I think both managers are almost... I think it'll be our Europa League side that we've been seeing lately. Like. Which... In some regards, it's sometimes better than the. Yeah, when you feel like Tierney it. and things yeah, like that, it seems it. Some of the ones getting games, I think, probably should be in the, the league team. If but you then want. after that, we have so we have Wolves, then we have Leicester, mm. and then you get, and then I think we have someone horrible away, and then we have a run of City, Chelsea, United. All around Christmas. Yeah. yeah. Oh, December's back our, back our great month too. Oh <laughs> Jesus! Back to back weeks. So I was looking at getting tickets. I thought this is going to be brutal. I do think. <laughs> There's enough noise around it at the minute that a situation I probably didn't see arising is going to come with Emery could go. Well, I, I thought Arsenal probably wouldn't pull the trigger, but I'm looking at it just already. And as Troy said, legal, you're not in that bad a position, and already people are feeling this way. If it gets notably worse, I hate all it only goes one way. Scummy ITKs that come out and pretend to have knowledge that people like Indy Callier, <laughs> Indy Callier going. There was a meeting last night, and they're going to get Rafa Benitez in as a temporary manager. I think I'm going to disrespect Rafa like that and say, it, coming to the end of the season. There was someone as well. Show me um, enough money if Rafa will do it. <laughs> Apparently not, there is a buyout in his China, China contract. I bet it's hideous. 15 mil. 15? Ooh, cheap. Take it. <laughs> Bargain. Um, 20 million less than he spent on Xhaka. <laughs> <laughs> it was actually a fake account. I think it was made of David Ornstein as well that basically said that they're going to hand the job to Freddie Lundberg uh, until he, the end he, of the season. The board have great faith in him, etc. His article, so... But it was a fake Any account. exclusive from his account, you can disregard because everything's behind the paywall with him now. Who's that? David Ornstein. Ornstein. So he writes for The Athletic now, yeah. which is what I've said about before. But he said on there, look, 
if this situation did arise where the position for Emery became untenable, you would likely see Emery come in, um, Lundberg Step be in. caretaker until they appoint someone. Yeah. He also said that Lundberg's at the wheel. He said that we had a leg, we had an interview with Allegri, and we could have had him last year. And the board said we'd rather have Emery. What the hell is wrong with this club? I'd like us to have Arteta. I mean, my if, uncle if says as well. I don't understand. I just, I just, just give him a go, like you know. He said he served his apprenticeship well. Now, can I'd rather give Lundberg a go than Arteta. <sighs> I don't know though, because look, but, who, but Lundberg, Lundberg means more than Arteta. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, sure, he does. Sure. Yeah, and yeah. so, if you're giving it, to, you're giving it to. I know what you're saying. If you're going to give it to a former player with no experience, the other people that were interviewed was Patrick Vieira, Thierry Henry had an interview for the job. Well, I mean, well. that that works out well. I mean. Yeah. At Monaco. So he said, <laughs> he said the, in, the interviewees, they, they narrowed it down and it was Allegri, Emery, Vieira, Omri, Arteta. Uh, there was some others I didn't even recognise. Jose In is the answer. I, I understand Compared to those names, 100%, yeah. His agent, was, proven manager, his the agent was there again last night, uh, yesterday afternoon. He's loitering with Jorge Mendes. He is. He's just hanging around for He's a job. It's so weird, go isn't on. it? Go on, tell you. <laughs> like the Grim Reaper just on your doors. Go on, yeah. I'm waiting for you. I'll just you. like hanging around McDonald's all the time for no reason. And then one day they're like, do you want a job here? <laughs> <laughs> That's what I've been waiting for. You think Luke Shaw on it hard. Kalasanat should just leave the second he arrives, if so. Because he ain't putting up with it. And if he thought Luke Shaw was fat, mm. wait till he sees them broad shoulders. <laughs> Those players would not hit him if he fucking walked in. Christ. I am all aboard the Jose you, train. You would be loving it. Yeah. Ertzil's going to be back to best number 10 in the world. He comes in. He's going to... Tierney will flourish. Hasn't he got that weird Stockholm syndrome with Jose? Yeah. Where he just bullied him, yeah, he, he loved oh, yeah. him. <laughs> yeah, he singled him out in he singled him out in the dressing room and made him admit to being weak. He said, You're weak. Admit You're it. weak. Admit You're it. Weak. Go on, in front yeah. of everyone, admit it. Right. I, I do think on a on a more serious note with, with that, you said about um like more and more players are saying the fans are against us and stuff. I think there is a only a, a slight concern I would say you said about the club doesn't want to be seen as the club that changes managers frequently as well and if you get Jose you probably will become that club even if he does okay I'm, he's not going to be around very long I'm more than happy for that to happen oh yeah for sure because anything if you win something now it's a big yeah. success isn't it but I think there's probably going to be a worry you just railed off the players that you like booed there there probably is a I worried there's a growing trend that if things go a bit pear shit for you here, you are going to so get it's a tough only just, it's only a just, little bit like Madrid, but you don't get the success that goes with Madrid. Yeah. You just get the shit off the fans. I'll tell you what just popped in my head as if he looked at Shaka and his head starts blurring like that, and he's like, Fellaini. I've got my <laughs> Fellaini back. Starts playing him up top and be like, right, boys, we're slinging up to granite now. Jesus. <laughs> I'll tell you what, I think I would, even if we were terrible, I would enjoy it more than this because at least you've got the whole pantomime that goes with it. Yeah, it's this, you'd have the character, wouldn't you, off the pitch, whereas yeah, Emery just says a couple of words kind of funny. That's about good, it. Good evening in the middle of what, sentences yeah. now. Ornstein said in his article, he said that, look, half the team are happy with Emery. He's like, half of them have no clue what on earth he wants him to do. It, it seems like that as well. I I remember having a conversation with you before where last season, last season where fans were getting a bit restless where I thought, relatively early on, I thought, I can kind of see what he's trying to do with the team but he just doesn't have the players at his disposal to do it. As time's gone on, there's become, I think, less and less of a plan and 
it, I don't know what they're going to do as they go into the game. I don't think the players do either. Him saying he's made us more competitive, he has, with the bottom half teams. <laughs> yeah. Usually us, you could rely on us beating these teams and we'd lose to everyone else. Maybe he meant for the good of the league. He's like, look, I've made, I've made everything a lot more competitive here. <laughs> I've balanced it out a bit. We, we hit a time for a while where... That's what Poch is doing at the mu- minute. <laughs> as much as the rep was there and people say that all these teams would fancy playing us, I think enough managers have said now that they didn't fancy playing us because we were going there and even if... We would grit out when we had Alexis, we had Ertzil firing like that. I think we are back to the times now where they say, look, they don't like it up and get out there. We are very have, much back. And they don't have the quality to get around. It used to be, all right, they're a good side, but don't like it up. And in half those games, you might get bullied a bit, but in the other half, you play them off the park. Now, you're not going to do either of those things. Yeah. I'm not sure David Luiz deserved any stick for that second goal yesterday. The defender oh, he isn't sure good. <laughs> Jack's got a look in his eye with that one. It, <laughs> nah, it, it can't help when it's all you have now is we can see the goal. People, I can see David Luiz. He must be at fault. He yeah. hasn't stopped it. <laughs> no, that's pretty much what it is. That was my basis. I mean, he did lose his man completely. It's a very good cross, but Xhaka should be stopping the cross getting in. Yeah, and David Luiz did lose his left man it's, go though. It's not good defending, but no. it wasn't. It. It's not his fault. No, no. Twitter was like. David Luiz has done it again. Shaka was way too far away from his man to be to be marking him and to be you know jockeying him. He was just he gave him that much space. Um, David Luiz though for me wasn't good enough yesterday. He gave the ball away nine times Come on, he for scored. a centre back. That's he a, scored. Yeah, but for when a you're a centre back yeah. and you're giving the ball away nine times, that's a lot of times for a centre back. Yeah. Can we have some respect put on my man Socrates' name now? Robbed of yeah. a winner. And, and tell you what, it's con- for the conducted a very good interview. He had the air playing out and everything. Yeah. Yeah. That, that is enough of an advert for why VAR is killing emotion. Because you look at that celebration, he's, he's never going to be able to do it again now. He's going to be thinking, oh, no, I can't do that. I'm I knew what the mark. result was. I was that, my iPhone wallpaper in with the airplane, yeah. that's going to be perfect. <laughs> and then I obviously hadn't seen what the actual foul was. And then having seen that, I'll, I'll, I'll be honest, and I, this is going to be scummy. Part of me was relieved when the goal was ruled out. <laughs> I thought they can't keep him after this. Yeah, I know what you mean. He's at the point where he's wanting his team to lose at this point. It, even because I was in, went three two up. I seen the score pop up. I was gassed. I was saying, "Oh, oh, we robbed it. We robbed we, it." Connor, shit house Palace. <laughs> Connor's gone. Oh, just wait for VAR. And then I've gone like that. Nothing's happened for two minutes. And it's, correction, VAR. <laughs> <laughs> I've had to go. Oh. That's that's the thing about VAR Brutal. as well is that if you had a, a goal ruled off, um, ruled out for offside, that you as a team, it's it's a quick thing. So it happens there and then. Right, come on, and boys, let's get back and let's fucking get another goal. You can't even With argue VAR, you've got the three minutes or so that it takes from that goal going in till them then having the goal kick. That there's as soon as that had happened, I, I knew the game was gone. There was no chance Arsenal. They didn't have the balls to go again. You know what I mean? You've just you've just scored the winner. You've celebrated it, and then three minutes later, you're being told, ah, goal kick. Wait, no, free kick. You've not had Ertzel on the bench, and then you've brought on Saka for Xhaka. So I don't know when Saka became. A We're just doing rhyming subs now. And what was he thinking about <laughs> dropping Willock completely? That's such a he likes that's such that, a cuntish yeah. move. He's an idiot. Pulled him off at half time and Bummery. then drops him. It strikes me that he's making, and managers do seem to end up falling into this position where they make decisions for the sake of it. Like, there doesn't seem to be any real thought going into it. It's just, okay, I'll start with this, I'll change this, but there's no real, it's not done for a reason. One the thing, good managers change things for a reason, but he's just doing it for the sake of a name for a name. One thing we did do yesterday well, it was the only thing that I can say that Emery can take sort of credit for, 
is we kept Zaha out of the game by putting three men on him constantly. <laughs> it but just, like, we gave him that much respect that we put three, but, we marked him with three men. That, yeah, that, yeah it's, it's not like it's revolutionary. But, but he still, but but we at least did it. Yeah. But he still won a penalty. How bad, yeah. how, how bad is that refereeing to give it as a dive? I know. And he's right on top of it as well. So but, I, maybe if you thought from a while away, but... But that is Atkinson though. I think this is another thing that annoys me about he's when broke. he's refing, he, he, you can't sell him a foul, basically. Mm. Not as well as you can with other referees. The guy in the VAR booth had never refed a Premier League game before. Yeah, that was and yeah, he's overruling the ref. Good, good yeah. few League Cup games and some Championship games, basically, wasn't it? Mike Dean set a precedent, Man. didn't he, in that <laughs> Southampton game when he overruled You can say the that ref. about so many things. Mike Dean set a precedent. And he said to the ref, look, don't be scared to overrule them. They've all gone, oh, I've never done this before. Like before then, they thought, oh, we can actually overrule it. Oh, okay, we'll do it. Yeah, it's... if you're giving that as a foul, you're ne- every corner is a penalty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, actually, sure. every corner is going to be a free kick for the defending team. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because Chambers has fouled himself. Yeah, you, got you can see like Cahill at the back of him pushing him like that. That it wasn't. A foul. I've always hated him as well, Cahill. Gary Cahill, yeah. why? First of all, we were linked for about three years, <laughs> yeah. and then he went to Chelsea, the and, we, and we got Squalacci, so that didn't help. <laughs> oh God. And then we were linked with him this summer, and I thought, oh, Christ. That is so that not the answer. <laughs> but anyway, shot to pieces, yeah. Gary Cahill. Something good's happening at Chelsea. I thought I'd get there and have to sit on the sidelines for about half an hour you talk about Arsenal. <laughs> I thought we'd let yeah. him just have a getting booked for diving. Yeah, but I don't think it was a dive, but it definitely wasn't a penalty. It was one of those, you can see, it's, there was a push in the back and you get out of that fast, but I don't think it was a foul, no. I, whenever I see a player get booked for diving now, I'm not going to believe Agenda, it, unless yeah. it's Daniel James, yeah. because... <laughs> then I'll take it as a given. Having, yeah. seen the Zaha, having seen the Zaha one, that would have been given as a dive, the Saka one oh. for against Sheffield, which I don't know how anyone could claim it wasn't a penalty, and they're not, they're not reviewing that. Usually they review it and they say, well, look, there's contact then, so it is a pen. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I don't know what they I th- watch. I thought we saw a bit of a step change in VAR this weekend because they seem to be one getting a lot involved a lot more. And if it wasn't for um, the Arsenal, yeah, yeah the Arsenal <laughs> one, I would have thought they'd have got most things right. This it weekend. always seems to be our game. I know every, yeah. I know every team says that. Every team feels like in their game. Like if that had well, to- no, that combined with the Sheffield one is a bad what just over a week for, for VARs and for your club it's I'll not say, great I'll say this on, on your behalf because if you say it it's, it's going to be taken as bias I don't think Liverpool ever get a penalty now that isn't said of course VAR's giving them <laughs> a penalty there yeah. because I saw it yeah. I saw the one given and I didn't know when the penalty was coming I thought that looks clumsy mm. and then like I had three different chats pop up going how are they getting a penalty for that and I've that was like one of the most stonewall penalties. Yeah, He's ki- he has kicked yeah, his yeah, legs. Yeah. And like good players know that when a bad defender goes to clear a ball in the box, get in front of that ball. Or if was filling in that category yeah, as well. He, that is exactly the thing. I can have him here. And he's kicked him in the back of the legs. Anywhere else that is a foul. If you think Connor's bad in our chat, he looked devastated when Liverpool got the, res- got the goals come in. <laughs> he was asking for me to not have a lift back. Because I was celebrating Liverpool beating Spurs. I don't understand. We're not in the race for the 10th with them. What's the issue? He, he, he said yesterday, and I quote, what's the issue? I'm a City fan. <laughs> the pig. That's embarrassing. That does fall, that does fall into category. Like you said, it's probably better that you said rather than... It, it falls into the category of 
because I think, like Jack said, that's as clear a point as you're going to get. And if a mid-table club gets it, no one bats an eyelid. But because it's Liverpool, then certain people want to say, of course they're getting a, a penalty for it when it's a fairly a fairly clear one. Someone at work said to me, I bet it was Salah who died for the pen, wasn't it? It was like, no, it was Mane. It was like, oh, maybe it was a pen then. So, oh, oh, fair enough. Villa. <laughs> we just do it on names. I think we're all waiting as well for the inevitable at the end of the season where VAR decides the title. It's yeah. blatantly going to happen, isn't oh, it? It's going to happen. There's going to be some stat as well, isn't there? There's like, yeah, of course last there year, is. There was a stat. There was, what's that weird Liverpool one that ESPN put out? It was like, if if goals, if all, if, yeah, if all the goals, if we had VAR this season where goals didn't count when they shouldn't have counted, no, there was it. one where it was like if certain goals counted as double, then Liverpool would have won the league. Oh, yeah, goals, yeah. goals, is it goals from outside the yeah. box counted as double? Yeah, yes. Yeah. <laughs> was, I think we had a lot of slow news days towards the end of the year because there were all sorts of random things like that. I was thinking, hang on, lads. We're talking about being hard done by by VAR. Villa have it bad. That Grealish one that got ruled out for a 90th minute winner. Yeah. Oh, yeah and yeah. then they had the one the weekend that we were watching it in the mm. hotel and we were like, how are they giving that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they've had a rough ride. Got just a couple more bits to get into. I asked a question I asked. This is completely unrelated to sports. Have you two seen Scarface? Yeah. No, but I've seen enough clips to know how it ends well, and, uh, and what it is. Troy, you might be able to answer. Do you think he's out of order for killing money? When he told him, you don't go near my sister. <laughs> and he went near his sister yeah. because TK thinks he was out of order for killing him. And I thought he was well within his rights. I think his sister could do a lot worse than money. I think if you look at the circles they're hanging around in, I think that's a fairly good choice. Yeah, I think, yeah, that's that's the key part there, TK. <laughs> If if it was us and in our lives, what about, maybe it's a bit extreme. What about that nice fella she meets on the dance floor earlier in the film? You never meet a nice fella on the dance floor. <laughs> Not one of those guys. He he clearly has a thing for his sister in the film. That's the other thing. The, the motivation asked, behind it is the fact that he wants to sling one up his sister rather yeah. than <laughs> the mate. I asked this and it's probably good that TK was just drifting asleep. I was like, what was does he want to pipe his sister? Is this what's going on here? <laughs> yes. And I got no response. Okay, probably. He got his last bit of sleep for the night. <laughs> I was in a race to try and fall asleep because I knew it was going to last. <laughs> Jeez. Now, Jack, it's up to you if you want to uh, stay and join in. We do have a bit of fighting talk to get into before we close this out. So we'll let you uh, go and get the fighting in yourself. Will you go yeah. meet your maker? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> if Jack's not on the pod in a few weeks, then <laughs> we know what's happened. Hopefully you're listening next week. We'll give you a shout out. Yeah. <laughs> we'll check for you. Hmm. Adios. All right, where do you want to start? UFC or Canelo Kovalev? Do you want to go UFC, Troy? If... Yeah. Let's go. Won't go through the whole card. Well, if we go through the main fights, just get a prediction. I didn't know that I'm saying this now. I could have asked before. We did used to do sometimes on the website where we'd do our predictions on there. I don't know if anyone oh, yeah. wants to do that or not. Yeah. yeah, get a bit of content on there. We got uh, Colin giving us, he said, the, the essential Rugby World Cup final preview. Oh, I've seen that. Yeah. Lovely. He, he wasn't happy either. For I saw, what's it? Who, not Ellaby. Who's the Ellaby equivalent? Sam Watson? No. Um, oh, I can't think of his name. The guy, the other promotion, who's kind of... Espinosa. 
No, it's gone, it's, gone, it's, it's gone from my essentially. Uh, he's gone. What great fans! Um, what great fans! Josh Taylor has in England cheering that cheering on their local man, <laughs> <laughs> and he was absolutely raging. He was like, "It's not that hard to know your geography and no." Having to tell Americans that we've got a few countries within a country is a is a tricky one. Yeah. So if we start with, do you want to do two main fights and we'll kind of mm. run through the rest? So Darren Till stepping up a weight and his first fight at middleweight is against Kelvin Gastelum, who's just gone life and death with Israel Adesanya, who we then after have seen just how good he is with mm. what he did to uh, Robert Whittaker. So it's a great first fight for him, isn't it? Really. It's a dangerous first fight. Yeah, but I mean, it's still a. It's you know, if you win it, it's a fucking good fight to yeah. win. He he said, Look, "What what have I got to lose?" Yeah, like, I don't think there's many easy fights at at one eight five anyway. When you're moving no. up, you know what I mean. It's a. Is it the biggest jump? No, it's not the biggest jump, is it? The good thing for him is that it's it's, it's a only, name. It's, it's a name as well jump, because there are some killers with no name in that division. So at mm. least, yeah, that's it. Luda Bella's who I was thinking of. Ah, there you go. Baldy. <laughs> is anyone picking Darren Till to do it? Because as much as I want to, I think if you if you think him with your head, you can't pick him. You can make a case, but you mm-hmm. if you if you have a, a million and you're doing a million pound drop and you <laughs> put the million on either Till or Kelvin, you feel a lot safer putting it on Gastelum than you do. Till. You feel like if Till does win, it's one of those where he could make predictions look silly in terms of how he's going to do it. You'd think yeah. he's probably going to be emphatic and it's probably going to be, I was about to say, like a, a new star. And But you have, you've made your name in the division and sort of that trajectory that he was on, that's just kind of can tell yeah. a bit. It's kind of, you're back on you course. You come back, yeah. yeah. I think he only wins by stopping him. I don't think I don't think he goes the distance. I don't think this goes and wins a fight. Actually, it's only three rounds. Well, wins this it's only fight. three rounds. I didn't think about that. Yeah, I forget it's only three. I think he could goes in his favour maybe. Well, Till sparked by Masvidal, I don't think working in terms of he's got to be more cautious going in with a guy. Gaslam's going to obviously swing like he does. Till's footwork is his strong point, but at the same yeah. time, it was mm. footwork plus size. And he's still yeah. going to be a very big guy. Yeah. And, and Gaston is notoriously short in the division as well, so there is extra factors Gaston in that regard. is also going to try and slip inside the range and chuck a big overhand right, which yeah. is yeah. what Masvidal did. And if, chin, and if he steps away with his chin out like he does, then you can kind of, well, you can picture exactly how it's going to go. At the same time, he should be able to take a shot better. Yeah, I mean, he's a natural weight, isn't he? It's not like a guy who's moving up as such. I think it's a guy who was probably killing himself to make that weight who doesn't have to do that anymore. I respect sticking with it. I don't know how much you can improve when you're isolated to an MMA gym in Liverpool. Yeah, it's, it's a tricky one, isn't it? Especially when his when whole thing about that. when he moved to Brazil was for that improvement. Stuff. Well, I mean, yeah. he, he was forced to move away. <laughs> Amongst other reasons, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's a tricky one, isn't it? When you're sort of very loyal to your home gym, etc. I mean, they've got... They've got some good guys in there. They get a lot of wrong, the um, like Danes over from Cage Warriors, so he does have some good yeah, quality. Yeah, it's a lot of Cage not, Warriors fighters, isn't it? You, you, re- Pimlet, I think your wrestling isn't going to be particularly no. great there. I mean, what you yeah, tend you to need see to go is to America, gonna, don't you? Is they're going to work on? You might have great takedown defense, but once you're down, then yeah. it's like what do G- I do now? Revert to your jiu-jitsu type thing. Yeah, yeah, not try and get off your feet. I um, mean, back on your feet. Yeah, I think for him to get to that next level he would need to spend 
these last couple of years where he has sort of curtailed a bit, he would he would have needed to have spent a lot of time over in the US, uh, one of these sort of NCAA colleges, and just drilling like mad on his wrestling because his striking is it's great. Well, you know, there's not much you can fault in no, his striking terms. No, when I spoke to Brad Pickett, I asked, <clears throat> do you think that English MMA fighters are constantly going to be one step behind by the fact that yeah. we don't do wrestling in school, we don't do jiu-jitsu mm-hmm. in school, mm-hmm. and so if you're in Brazil, you're doing that early, if you're in America, you're doing that early. And he said, essentially, as an MMA fighter over here, you just come out of a chip on your shoulder like, I've got to deal with it anyway, yeah. so I'll mm. make everything else better. Yeah, I get yeah. that. But in short, yes, we are always going to be at a disadvantage. Yeah. And Kelvin you know? is a wrestler, but then he might learn because when he got pinged by Izzy, he shot at the wrong time when he had him hurt. And then when he was hurt himself, he didn't shoot for the takedown. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, there's a reason why the three main sort of disciplines have rose to the cream of the, of the crop, if you will. Over the over the course of MMA's history, the debate was opened up again this weekend by Maya beating Askren. But they say jujitsu mm. means born and wrestling. I think they just not everyone know. is so pure. Exactly, MMA yeah, it's, pure. no, exactly that. I think it's choosing one wrestling is generally the go-to that most people tend to go to, isn't it? I think whoever loses, they're going to bring up their last loss and say, "How much did that take out of them?" Mm. Mm. For Till, I think what takes more out of him is his sparring. Have you seen any eclipse of him sparring? Yeah, no. he goes all... He doesn't but then, wear, they don't wear headgear and they just batter each other. Yeah. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, it's not helpful. Proper, but like, will he be dog work- pound stuff. Yeah, yeah. He also does a hell of a lot of, like, cardio-type work, which is gruelling work. He looks, looks like a it. beast. But I'm wondering if that's going to tone down a little bit for this fight, just simply because he doesn't have to cut as much weight. Yeah, he said 70% of his camps usually are cutting down yeah that's what I mean that's so crazy. that's obviously going to take a lot out of you so we are going to see maybe an extra bit of go in him I think at 185 will you put your neck on the line and pick him no I can't no, probably not no TK well, now you've said a free rounder I, I, like you I'd kind of forgotten that as well because I saw it as obviously yeah. the, the it does it does will. bode more in his favour doesn't it a free rounder I think I think he might be able to stay out of trouble enough to do it you know I'm, I'm going to say I'm going to I'm going to go with it. I, I think he's going to get put a performance in that puts him back on track, and we all sort of stand up and go, oh, "Okay." The thing that worries me is that even three rounders before he gets in trouble, it's just not enough trouble. Yeah, yeah. and then obviously he goes out and smokes Cerrone. Wonder Boy didn't. Or Wonder Boy kind of did Wonder Boy, and we forget he's on the card. He's fighting Vicente Luque on that card. Yeah, yeah, a ridiculous fight. Yeah, Belter. I'm going to go. Gastelum knockout. Don't like to pick that. I hope Till wins. I think I'm not going to bet on a lot of the card because I want to cheer for who I wouldn't bet on. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. Once our dirty did me at the weekend, taught me into backing Ricky Burns to beat Lee Selby. Meanwhile, he's backed Lee Selby. I had two active bets, <laughs> one with each of them in, so it was... I was just complaining with five and he was like, I mean, I've got Selby. And I said it like... I'll just yeah. I have said it now yeah I haven't it's up to you whether you acknowledge <laughs> it or not <laughs> we go on to the main event so we have Masvidal and Diaz I feel like any technical analysis of this is wasted <laughs> yeah because the pressure is on isn't it if you're fighting for what has been called the BMF belt can you go out there and shoot a takedown 
Not really, can you? You've Unless gonna, you are yeah, going to butcher like Curtis Blades to Overeem yeah. or Gunnar Nelson to Oliveira. That's what you have to do with a takedown if you take someone down. Yeah. Or something like Nate putting the birds up while he's got uh, someone in a triangle. That's what you have to be doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely, yeah. I mean, do either of them go for the takedown anyway, you know? Nate might have things get a bit... Yeah. I think... <laughs> I just don't see... Nate's takedown ability isn't that great, really. Mm, he kind of waits for you and then pulls... Yeah, he's quite down. happy to let you take him down, but... Mm. I think Masvidal wins, and I'm picking that solely because he's bigger at the weight. Mm. The only time... What are they Diaz, fighting at? 170? They're fighting at uh, Welter. Okay, yeah, so, so that's, one, yeah, so that's the only yeah. time Nate's been knocked out was when he got head kicked to oblivion by Josh Thompson <laughs> and he got ragdolled. <laughs> Didn't in he fight one. Connor at, uh, around that weight as well? Yeah, the first yeah. one was that. Yeah, where he was. He but was that's irrelevant. You're not fighting at that weight that's technically at that time. You're so just fighting Nate a man. can make 155. Masvidal is going to struggle to make 155. He's a bit shorter, but he's bulkier, isn't he? Mm-hmm. That's it. That's... And he's obviously more active as, as much as Nate's obviously had that comeback win and he got tagged a lot didn't he against Pettis to open up yeah it was, it was a great fight and he obviously you don't want to take it. them shots from Jorge no it's a different kettle of fish and, and he's he's on a tear he's on, he's on the momentum is with Masvidal at this point it's easy to forget how easily Masvidal has been beaten before he, he barely laid a glove on Wonderboy Wonderboy yeah stood at range Kicked his head off. I think he did his leg in, and he, there was no coming back from that. Yeah, but I don't think Nate has that in him to do that. I, I, I will. I like both of them, but I am hoping Nate does it. But I, I, I hope do, Nate wins. Yeah, I am a little bit like yourself. I, I worry that the shots he does take, you don't really want to take it off a guy like Mars with that. It's, as no. tough as you are, you don't really want to test out that toughness too much. Do we fear though that it's been built as this BMF? Is it too or, big? And, is, is... and we're going to be let down. I'm still skeptical. It happens. Really, <sighs> yeah. we've seen too many times where yeah. a day or so out, you, a twist or a turn, something happens. comes. Yeah. Actually, you sort of decided you are banned. They say oh, we had a bit more in his system than you never know, do you? Who who you pick? If it's choice? almost anyone else, by the way, yeah. that they don't. No, definitely. Not. This is purely because they. I'm, ben I'm going Rothwell, with sorry. yeah sorry I'm, I was just saying I'm going to go with Diaz just purely over heart I just think I do think I five rounds suits him as well I think it's you, built for him to win and you know then eventually get that corner fight again it took um, over two years for them to declare the tainted supplement for Ben Rothwell yeah and it took them 24 hours for Nate Diaz. Mm. We're still waiting for Dylan White's B B sample to come back whilst this has been going on. What has he got on other people? (laughs) Honestly. He's he's done more for drug testing in the UFC. He was the one who meant that they could uh, smoke weed uh, for 40 hours before a fight and straight after once they've uh, Mm. had their piss test. Yeah, checked over. It's literally called the Nate Diaz rule by Mm. (laughs) Sadie. And he, in fairness to him, has been very much for it in the way but I was a bit sceptical. Everyone was like, Nate wouldn't take it. And it's like, well, you think that with everyone that 
that gets so busted. You, mo- yeah, most you say aren't really that sort of character. To run you through the rest of the card, then we're opening up with Julio Arce, friend of the pod. I don't know if that's how you pronounce it. Oh, <laughs> do you mean what? <laughs> against um, Hakim Dawadu, which should be a banger. You've got Lyman Good against Chance Rencounter, which is another one like that. You have Jennifer Meyer against uh, Caitlin Ch- Chukagian, which if you want to get a drink, that might be the time <laughs> to go and get one. Um, my arch nemesis, Andre Arlovsky, is in there against Jarzino Rosenstruik. I will not be betting on that fight because if I back Arlovsky, he loses. And if I back against him, he wins. So I'll be going nowhere near that. Although hit the last eight fights he've had have all been absolutely abysmal. <laughs> you got Brad Tavares against Edmund Shabazian. Edmund Shabazian is the guy who is trained by um, Ronda Rousey's coach, who's also, I think, Edmund Shabazian, oh, if wow. I'm not mistaken. Mm. So... You can hear him in the coach yelling head movement against Brad Tavares, <laughs> who hasn't fought since he went five rounds of Israel Adesanya, and I really like him. He's a guy who they said had no power whatsoever, and then just before he fought Izzy, he went in there against a guy who'd never been knocked out, and he cleaned him out completely, and he went straight out the back and stuck it on Bisping, <laughs> and said, if you want another fight, you're getting no one else other than me. And then he fought GSP, and then he fought Kelvin Gastelum. <laughs> so, <laughs> didn't quite go like that. Yeah. We've got another <laughs> ambition, though. <laughs> we got another friend of the pod, Shane Burgos, against Maquin Amakani, which should be a fun fight. Shane Burgos is one of those guys who is great at mixing in his strike into his jujitsu. So if you like both of them, he he's not going to hold you down. Yeah, he's kind of like Gunnar Nelson, where he he says, "Why risk getting pinged again in the head if I can rock you? Yeah, yeah. pull you into my guillotine mm-hmm. or something like that." He's yeah. really slick. Then you've got. People pleaser, Johnny Walker in there against Corey Anderson, which Corey Anderson, he deserves a title shot. He ain't going to get one because he's not exciting enough. (laughs) But he's been through all you guys. He's been through Teixeira. He's been through Shogun. He's been through, um, I've got the guy's name, the guy who was pictured riding an elephant. That tells you. Latifi. Yeah. And he gets through the first round and then he drowns you. Yeah. Mm. So that should be an interesting one. Then you open up the main card with Kevin Lee against Gregor Gillespie. If you like wrestling, you love that fight. If you don't love it, maybe not. Or it could be one of them where both are such good wrestlers they that stay you on have their a feet. Yeah. dodgy striking match. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kevin Lee does not have the head movement for that. <laughs> then you have balls of hot Derek Lewis coming back to face uh, Blago Ivanov, who is another Aka killer. He's been the underdog in his last four fights since he came back to the UFC and he's beaten Taito Avasa. He's beaten Ben Rothwell, beating someone else legit and someone else. So he, then you have Stephen Thompson against Vicente Luque, which, much like everything else on the card, I can't see being a bad fight. Vicente Luque doesn't do bad fights, but he may end up on Wonderboy showreel. Yes. If you're going to trade with him, but two friends of the pod there. Yep. Stephen Thompson did famously call me and Rory mate. So. <laughs> oh, <laughs> we're real good. Nicest Those guy things. in the UFC. He's the NMF. We'll have him against Holloway. <laughs> <laughs> then Gastelum, Darren Till, as we said. Then Jorge Masvidal against Nate Diaz. Unbelievable card. Yeah. The only yeah. one that's going to come close this year is the December 15th one. Which is lovely. Two back-to-back cards like that. We What we need is nobody to miss weight. Because mm. it's hard to cheer for someone after they miss weight. I hate it when someone misses weight and then they celebrate it after just knocking puts someone a thing, out. Yeah, it puts yeah. a dampener on it, doesn't it? Cage Warriors, I said to TK, if you miss weight at Cage Warriors, you're off the card. They don't play. They say, it's your job to make weight. We're not risking someone else's progression. I'm quite surprised with that. Because Bama, rest in peace, used to... They they didn't really care about weight. 
Guy fought this headlines Cage Warriors this weekend in Birmingham. Headline the show, he sold the most tickets on the card. He got a knockout of the year contender. Mm. And Bama dropped him from being on the undercard of their show because they said he couldn't sell enough tickets to be a value to them. Oh, okay. So that's, yeah. That tells Those you... Those sort of decisions of what, yeah. so what happened to Bama. So he kind of sat back like, oh, what can I do? I felt worthless. Picked up my cage warriors. They said, we don't care about that. If you can fight, you can fight. We'll do the rest. Yeah, yeah. Oh, fair play. He had, I think, Dan Hardy kind of fought his corner. You know, he he's brilliant. Uh, he was commentating on Sunday with John Gooden and Paul Felder. And okay. that's a nice little trio, actually. Yeah. Mm. They get a bit overexcited, though. <laughs> yeah. Yelling just nonsense yeah. for no reason. But that's the... Everyone does that. Yeah, that's the UFC. Yeah, but it was literally going, ah, ah, like that. <laughs> <Yeah>. Strike. <laughs> That's the UFC card. Like I said, Troy, you're welcome to watch with me and TK if uh, you want to get involved there. And we have Canelo Kovalev the same night, so going to get the two TVs next to each other and so we don't miss Ooh, anything. What a setup. I am at the Arsenal game, so I'll be back eight-ish. Not much to miss with that Eddie Hearn card, so don't have to worry about that. <laughs> Troy, if you... I don't know if you have anything to say on Canelo Kovalev. If, if, you, if you don't, you're welcome to... I think I'd dip out. You're welcome, to do, a, you're welcome to do a jack. And, uh, we'll speak to you shortly. Yeah, man. See you next week. Yeah. Upstairs pod. Yeah. All right, TK then. Canelo Kovalev. Is it as simple as, oh, well, Canelo get, uh, Kovalev gets hurt to the body. Canelo's good at body shots. He's going to knock him out. Yeah. I was, particularly if you were um, Canelo's team, I'd be cautious about how it's being viewed this far. It, it does seem to be a bit of a a procession for him, doesn't it? That, that he's going to step out. He's going to have won a, yeah. a light heavyweight bout. And you think he is going to be so much smaller than him. I know he's a big guy who I'm sure walks around at plenty over light heavyweights. So I'm not sure, that won't be an issue, but he's just going to look so much smaller. Kovalev isn't small at the weight either. He's a big guy. He's, it's whether... It, as powerful as Canelo is going to be, is he going to be powerful enough to deter Kovalev? Is the question. Let's hope he's not had any uh, vodka this camp. Like we know he's, <laughs> like we know he's had before. Wow, you know when he's on that Canelo uh, money as well, you know he's probably going to have spunked a lot on boots. He says he's going straight through Canelo, and then he's cleaning out Paterbiev. I mean, that would be badass if he does do that because. One, you've stumped the big star in boxing, but then we we all want to see him in Serbia. But I don't care if there's no belts on the line. Do you not think that. if you took the ward fights out, he would have been top of our BMF list? Yeah, you're probably right. Yeah, if he does okay in this fight, we might see him and Golovkin. So there's so much to cling to as well. If he doesn't get cleaned out, that could be one that you see. That's been another one that's been talked about. Yeah. You thought like that's crazy, but. Yeah, having said that, Golovkin is a career middleweight. Obviously, Canelo has at one point made 154. And yet, people are sort of saying, like, Canelo's got this. And it's the same thing we've said before with Canelo, isn't it? How long has it been where we just said, well, he's just passed it now, isn't he? Yeah. For however long. It's... Well, remember, I went big on him to lose the rematch to whatever his name was. Yes, I forget. I had Martinez in my head, but I don't think I was No, it. yeah, yeah. But, yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. And yeah, I remember I was in there and then after two rounds, I was like, I like, this thing. Yeah. <laughs> Alvarez, that was yeah, a different yeah. Alvarez. But yeah. 
I saw mentioned Golovkin and Gassiev the other day. So if you want mental, then that's... <laughs> fuck. Who's being mentioned about going to heavyweight? I remember when I saw a thing about them sparring and I was like, Golovkin's a psycho. <laughs> and then Groves steps in there with Golovkin for sparring. Yeah, yeah. What what would be your prediction for Canelo Kovalev? I do... It, it is a feeling that Canelo does get through. I, you wouldn't want to hang your hat on Kovalev, I think, only because... Of his age, but also you don't know what sort of lifestyle he has been living. If he has been training hard, then this is a far harder night's work for Canelo than Buddy people McGirt are saying. claimed he had a week off after the yard fight, and then people are saying it was too soon. He was saying it's the best thing for him. And you would hope as well with that, that hopefully the yard fight, he came so close to losing that it shook him up enough that, that however many fights I've got left, I've got to be bang on yeah. this because I can't, I can't mess around. So... I'm hoping that, and if it does, I'm not sure Canelo's letting him off. Like no, it, exactly that. I'm not sure. I know that you have odds for everything these days, and I know in recent events it's how it should be. I think if you can look at it being stopped in the corner, if you get odds for that, because he threatened it in the yard fight, and he threatened yeah. it for another fighter a weekend after. Yeah, and you could argue. It'd be quite convenient politically for Canelo to win that these things do seep into things that I'm maybe not, shouldn't. I'm not sure I can... That's the famous last one. I'm not sure I can see Kovalev slumped. No? I just... I don't know, but then Canelo is that guy. Canelo... It's disrespectful that Canelo isn't on our BMF list because for all you think yeah. about him, whether he failed a test or not, failing a test doesn't mean you go up to light heavyweight and and he, he will take on all comers and I saw a guy the other day saying like you can't question the resume say he has taken on everyone who's who's come near I had it with um, Ryan who's been on the pod and he said to me he was like look you I feel like Brent here he's like you know a bit more about boxing than me he was like I'm looking at the pound for pound list and I don't understand why Canelo isn't number one mm. he was like because you look at who he's fought and he's like well, I'm just looking at the records and things and when I look at the other guys and I don't really yeah. understand it. Hang on, some depth like, that he's got. I said, it's kind of, I think the manner of the victories goes against him because people argue that, I mean, I don't think he lost the Trout fight. I don't think he lost the Lara fight. Yeah, some people are going to have him losing whenever he... Anything close, though. I think you could argue a draw for the one Golovkin fight and then the one fight was a robbery. So... Yeah, you could even have him losing both of us, couldn't you? Yeah. That'd be, we'd be looking probably as close as then, so pound for pound. Let's not write, you go right off Andre Ward if that's what you're doing. Yeah, 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 exa- exactly. It's it's a fascinating fight because if Kovalev is on it, then it's going to pe- make people look very silly, I think, because he's, he's going to be so much stronger and, uh, and very powerful. We've not seen Canelo hurt. Probably will if Kovalev is on it because yeah. he can bang and he's a big man. Last thing then, so I'll say Canelo stoppage as well, but I've not looked at anyone saying Kovalev and not thought you're saying this to be a hipster. This is it. I, I feel like if I say Kovalev, it's, it's to try and go against the way. I, as much as I think this is harder than people are saying, I do think ultimately I arrive at the same destination as them. That Canelo is going to stop him, I think. So the last thing I was going to say, and I mean, we could have a whole another time. Maybe next week we'll go a bit deeper into pro-grade Josh Taylor. Mm controversy of the weekend if you can call it that was surrounding the David Price fight 
He was dropped mainly due to, it was a nice shot, but due to how knackered he was. Yeah. yeah. He was given props for going in there uh, while being underprepared. He himself said, people need to respect that I saved the show, he said in his IFL interview. I did see that, yeah. Now, he was rocked, he got back up, and it looked like it was only going one way. As he was heading back out to the centre of the ring, his corner threw the towel in. Do you think he owes us a highlight reel? (laughs) I think he's given us a couple of them, to be fair. Look, in the nicest way possible, I think in this sport, within reason, sometimes you can say, look, you have no chance and as you've been battered from pillar to post and that wasn't happening in the Chisora fight. He was actually defending well for the first couple of rounds. I think when you're being paid that much, you go out on your back and that's horrible to say. Mm-hmm. Chel Sonnen agrees with me. So yeah. I, I, yeah. I, I, let's face it. Part of the reason Price is in there is it's chin or be chinned. It's supposed, is his selling point. Presumably, I think we're going it? too far the other way now where it's, look, the fans aren't going home with him after the fans aren't there afterwards. So they did the right thing. They, they've protected him. He's still getting paid at the end of the day. The same thing we said with the, and it's a bad thing to say, but with the better one punch too little, the one punch too many. It's, in principle, I absolutely agree with that because you don't want to see anything bad happen. But in that case, you, ne- you never get in the boxing ring because it, it yeah. can't happen. Did you watch the Price interview? Or have you just seen yeah. the quotes? Yeah, so yeah. When, when he said, look, it's a business decision making, that really winds me up because we went to it, but people are paying £15 minimum on pay-per-view to watch that we aren't getting a share of your purse no so you shouldn't expect us to worry about your purse when it doesn't go your way uh, yeah and the, and the thing is that I just want to set my family up so, well I'm sure everybody does yeah. but it's not <laughs> it's, it's not our like duty to, to do that to f- sort of fund it in terms of so his biggest purse to ours if you if you were offered however many times your Salary to biggest salary <laughs> to go in there with Chisora for four rounds. Yeah, you'd at least think about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Give and it you wouldn't be going in there thinking you're going to win. Yet he's a fighter. We're constantly told that they're a different breed to us. This is what they do. Yeah, and and he's there's enough. He's got enough ability and enough previous accolades to make you think that he you can make a justifiable case for him to do it. Yeah. I, I I thought with this, there wasn't, like you said, it wasn't like he'd been taking a beating or shellacking or whatever. I thought if you had a couple of rounds like that last round, carried on, I can see the argument for why you'd stop it because he's getting increasingly tired, taking more and more shots. You can see the direction of the fight. The, it kind of, this was the first sign of crisis and they got him out of there. It actually looked worse on the replay to me because yeah. at the time where we were, I thought he was more rocked. Yeah, looking at it back, it's just that he's tired. Yeah, just looks knackered again. So I and think he owed us to get chinned. I, I think they kind of gave us enough hints when they when they talked about it being sure that it beforehand. Yeah. I thought there was quite an indication that he's going to be fucked it quite is, early on it, it. It is a troll saying it's a 90% of what they say I don't agree with. But I did agree with you are made to feel guilty for wanting to see a big knockout in boxing, which is ultimately what we all tune in to see. Mm, yeah, yeah. It's, it's a... I guess it's a sick sort of thing, but people want to see someone get knocked out. The point out. of boxing is one man is meant to find the other man's breaking point and then you see them break. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we've uh, said before, we like that moment when you see 
when it's a dog fight and they can't take it anymore. Yeah, yeah, exactly. There's fighters I've spoken to and they say they love that more than the feeling of the knockout. That look when they see you, it's I've wilted. got you. Yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly that. And I guess you veered nicely onto progress. Yeah, the thing with that was you saw two guys who, as skilled as they were, also had no real breaking point. They were willing to go to whatever depths. I think that was a nice contrast. With well, the, the thing was, in... If they pulled Taylor out, we would have complained. I won't go yeah, yeah, down yeah, that at sure. all. But there would have been enough people saying, look, he lives to fight another day. His sight is what comes first at the end of the day. And that's go, not what you've gone in there for. Yeah, yeah. It's like he can come again. And all that. testament to him, that wouldn't have even entered his mind at all. No, no. And that was, I guess, the point of prize. They said, oh, well, he didn't want to come out. His corner didn't. It's, he didn't exactly seem too fuming no, about he it. He afterwards, didn't he? He was like, no, I appreciate it. He, he there was no hint well. of, of that. So, yeah, it's, it's, it's a little bit with, with Pricey that he's almost become sort of like a nice David Hay. Where this criticism people had with Hay was that he was a salesman, he flogged us this. Pricey, we're getting sold something with him that it evidently isn't true now because even when he wins, he's not slumping people. Like I, he was. Yeah, I said to you on the night and you kind of, we both kind of said the same thing. Does he even hit that hard anymore? Yeah, I'm sure he probably does hit that hard, but he's just gunshot, isn't he? He doesn't, he doesn't throw it like he. If you to. put Wilder in with these bums, and we're meant to believe that people said that he was up there, Wilder is the biggest punch in the division. Yeah, Wilder would crucify. Put some him into of another dimension. He, he would have the body on his record. Yeah, not touch wood. Never happens. Yeah. But if he put you put him in with Dave Allen, it's not going to go to the uh, points, is it? No, is the point is. I say touch would never happens because that would be a horrible fight to watch yeah. but they Allen wouldn't be seen if I bow by his own admission I've seen yeah. him say that so to say that Price would you know I don't yeah. see it last thing I'll say then it goes back to the UFC the UFC released a promo today where Jorge Masvidal is sending people to the shadow realm with his knockouts <laughs> and they turn to smoke and they fly into the shadow realm and they've got Till and Ben Askren looking at each other in the shadow realm. <laughs> no way. Yeah. <laughs> that is brutal and also completely ignorant to the time of yeah. what's so going on with combat defi- sports. Definitely watch that. <laughs> yeah. But anyway. Before he gets taken down. <laughs> yeah. Thanks again for listening to another episode of the Spitballing Pod. Nearly two hours there and I did think we'd be overrun by a baby. So if you have done that well, shout out to uh, the baby in question for respecting <laughs> the pod a lot. That <laughs> Early age. Got respect for the pod. Does have a spitballing pod uh, baby grow. So Our youngest fan. Subliminally. <laughs> we'll be back next week. We have me, Troy and TK there for an upstairs pod. So I'll try and dig out some strange topics for them. We had a couple of ski whiffs today asking about Scarface and all sorts. So we'll have more of the same then. I'll try and dig out some good uh, old footage for us to watch as well. But anyway, thanks again for listening to another episode of the spitballing pod. We'll be back next week. Goodbye.